Lionsgate Recovery. People in recovery, helping people find recovery. The British are coming. Quick, put up your gun-free zone sign and run to your safe space, said no founding father ever. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Good morning, everyone. You know, the Statue of Liberty and this wonderful holiday called Thanksgiving go together naturally because although as Americans we have many things for which to be thankful, none is more important than our liberty. Liberty, that quality of government, that brightness of mind and spirit for which the Pilgrim Fathers braved the seas and Americans through two centuries have laid down their lives. Today, while religion is suppressed in perhaps one-third of the world, we Americans are free to worship the Almighty as we choose. While entire nations must endure the yoke of tyranny, we are free to speak our minds, to enjoy an unfettered and vigorous press, and to make government abide by the limits we deem just. While millions live behind walls, we remain free to travel throughout the land, to share this precious day with those we love most deeply, the members of our families. My fellow Americans, let us keep this Thanksgiving Day sacred. Let us thank God for the bounty and goodness of our nation. And as a measure of our gratitude, let us rededicate ourselves to the preservation of this, the land of the free, and the home of the brave. From the Reagan family to your family, happy Thanksgiving and God bless you all. Jeez. 35 years? <laughs> 40 years? Anyway. Uh, it's been a long time since you've heard uh, that kind of speech from Reagan. Wow. Uh, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. We're live today. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Almost good. <laughs> Almost Let me put good. it that. You know, I, I had a rough time today at the grocery store, though. Did you? You know, last year I mm-hmm. paid $1.11 a pound for the turkey. Mm-hmm. This year they're at dollar twenty seven. And I'm worried I'm not I'm either not going to be able to get one or I'm gonna buy ten in case they go up another ten cents next year. <laughs> so Thanks for that. Okay. Yeah. Just thought I'd let people know to quit listening to the news. Turkeys are not oh you can buy a turkey up to fourteen pounds for seventeen bucks. Yeah. I Right. Come on. I mean, we have food inflation <laughs> that's going crazy. I mean, it's, it is. But, but not but, unaffordable. But, but, but the headlines that say you you can't get a turkey, I mean, I don't understand those. I really don't. But the, but the food bills, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Uh, Overall, they're it's up. It's gone. It's huge. Yeah. And I still say, mm-hmm. I uh, we've cut back on our grocery budget. But I'm not going hungry, mm-hmm. and I'm not getting fat. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> so it's working out for so, me. So this administration's plan is working for you. Well, that's good. Um, <laughs> man, uh, let me go ahead. I wanted to play Mike Lindell's just 30 or 17-second clip about what he's filing today, if he can file Ooh. it. Here you go. Go out and tell everybody you know that the attorneys general from these states are putting a lawsuit in on November 23rd, two days before Thanksgiving, to sue the United States government over the 2020 election. Mm, And then what's been going on um, since that uh, broke 
is that's supposed to be filed today. But what's interesting about it is that the um, RNC spokesman Rona uh, came out with her little cackly laugh statement saying that uh, the RNC, okay, that Biden is a legit winner. And um, they're trying to get all the AGs to go out of the lawsuit. They're trying to get them to go. And some pretty corrupt AGs are. They're leaving the lawsuit with well, pressure from Well, that really the makes sense, doesn't yeah. it? Because yeah. we've been saying all along there's not much difference between the DNC well, and the RNC. There's really not. Yeah, so apparently. The people that put their hope in the RNC. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, my gosh. I still don't know why you would. There were like 30 attorney generals on it, and uh, and then the Republican National Committee is putting pressure on these uh, sellouts to pull their name from the suit. Wow. I know. There are a lot of people that put their faith in the party. They feel like that's the only way you can do it. It's the only way to go. And oh. so far, it hasn't been serving us well as humans, <laughs> the RNC, because honestly, they're not doing anything. And when they are, it's destructive like this right now. And so I'm a registered Republican. But what in the world's going on? Well, you know, it's really all about money. The mm-hmm. RNC collects a lot of money yeah, and donations. But it's not the how much money they collect. It's how they spend what they collect that matters. Mm-hmm. And when they're spending it to get the attorneys general to All leave the lawsuit, the lawsuit that needs to happen so the election fraud can be yeah. seen by the Supreme Court mm-hmm. at some point. Who knows how they would even go, though? They're, sorry, I don't have much faith in the Supreme well, Court. Apparently, we have no faith in any part of our government. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing. Uh, it's just gross. But um, there are a lot of people, diehards, that are all about the party, the party, yeah. the party. Yeah. Um, also, I just wanted to, um, you know, big shout out for those people. Um, I think the Red Rock School does free Thanksgiving dinner for people. That's nice. Mm-hmm. They do it every single year. You can find a turkey dinner this year. Um and uh, if you can't uh, if you can't put one on the table, you can find a place doing it. There's lots of places like that. Um, I also wanted to mention that you're told right now that you're not allowed to go into Germany um, or Denmark. Not allowed. That's that's too harsh. Um, not recommended. And we ask that you avoid it <laughs> from the State Department. And in their explanation, they actually they actually said this statement. The State Department made a new recommendation warning that because of the current situation in Germany, even fully vaccinated travelers may be at risk for getting and spreading COVID-19. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but the shot, it's it has no COVID in it. And this is why they're saying that you have you, you can't you don't have any privileges anyway. Your vaccination basically doesn't work. That's That's what what they're they're saying. That's what they're saying. Well, interestingly, Mm -hmm. the statistics are now showing that the only people getting it now are those without natural immunity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So what do you Uh, say to people? I don't know what to say anymore. Um, Also, I wanted to share this gem with you before I forget, too. This is coming from Michael Cohen, who is a ridiculous person. He interviewed... um, (laughs) Uh, Robert Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and on his new book. And uh, and so here's a, a comment by Robert uh, F. Kennedy Jr. about meeting Fauci and talking about safety studies. This is about a minute 40. Here you go. I want to ask you, Robert, based on your findings 
Michael, I am not anti-vaccine. I'm just against untested and bad vaccines. I have nothing against vaccines. If a vaccine is properly tested and if there is a test that shows that people who take that vaccine four or five years later are healthier than those who didn't, I would absolutely endorse that vaccine. Show me one of the vaccines where that test has been done. What I've said for years is vaccines are exempt from safety testing. It's the only medical product that is exempt from safety testing. And none of the 72 vaccines currently mandated for our children have ever been safety tested in preclinical trials against a placebo. So nobody knows their risk profile. Nobody can say that they're causing more, that they're averting more harm than they're causing. What about, what about the vaccination of polio? And I mean, we basically eradicated. You know, I've said this for years. So I met with Tony Fauci in 2016 because Trump made a meet with me. And I said, and I said to Tony Fauci, you know, I've said for years, none of these vaccines are tested. And you've said, I'm not telling the truth. So now here we are together. Show me one study that's ever been done. And he said, I don't have them on me. I'll get back to you. He never got back to me. So I sued him and sued HHS and said, show me one study, one preclinical study on vaccine safety that has ever been done, a placebo-based study. And after a year and a half of litigation, they came back and said, you're right, we don't have any. And you can go look at their concession on CHD's website today. Wow. (laughs) Hmm. He's right. Yeah. He's but right. a confession with no action means nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, and they're not about to change anything. No. And he knew that. And uh, in his new explosive book uh, about Fauci, um, you know, Michael Cohen said to him, you know, should they be, you said they should be going to uh, jail, uh, charged as criminals. And he said, yes. <laughs> Yes, they should be uh, for profiting off of it for um, because he said 80 percent of those that those that have died has been completely unnecessary. You know, they all died in hospitals in ICUs, but um, those that have died is completely unnecessary. And so they should be charged for crimes of humanity. Yep, I concur. Um, so, yeah, that was an interesting interview. And um Biden asked for the Biden administration, King Fraudalot, asked for the reinstating of OSHA's whatever. I can't even call it anything because it's not based on anything. It's not even based on a U.S. code. Nothing. There's it's nothing but smoke and mirrors. And so the Biden administration is asking for that today (laughs) for it to be reinstated, whatever it is. The head of OSHA actually mm-hmm. got his information mm-hmm. in the restroom at the White House. The president was in the stall next to him mumbling something. <laughs> his uh, his press conference, it was just funny. It was just really funny. I, he just kept talking about things that are most important. The most important thing to us is gas, not the fact that we're losing body autonomy and yeah. liberty and everything else, or they've ruined everything. No, it's it's basically just gas prices. And it's not his fault, okay? His, his policies, he says, had nothing to do with it. <laughs> not a thing. Okay. I, I mean, he just stood up there and just lied again and again and again it was really hard i couldn't even take it anymore i finally had to turn it off i couldn't watch it 
Well, yeah, to hear him stand there and say he had nothing to do with it when we went from total energy independence, buying from ourselves, uh-huh. to having to buy from the rest of the world. He didn't, That's not going to affect much. He didn't even talk about buying from ourselves. No. He only talked about those nefarious people across the pond um, <laughs> that are doing this to you. Yeah. Don't blame me. It was the funniest press conference because he kept squinting and he kept getting stuff off the corners of his mouth and then he was kind of lisping and i there's a lot of people that think he was actually vaccine injured doesn't want to admit it um but uh yeah anyway there's there's a lot to his press conference and then there's not because everything he was saying was a lie it was really it was really sad to watch yeah he was squinting trying to read the teleprompter it was coming off pretty bumpy but really it's what he was saying and uh he was living in this like land of delusion it was really strange i think it's what they drug him with before he goes on camera (laughs) be right back (laughs) kate daly show Hello, my name is Kevin Mangold. I'm the director over preferred customer service and health coach scheduling at Balance of Nature. My department is hiring for phone agents and for live chat agents. Working in scheduling and customer service is satisfying and rewarding because we help so many people see success every day. I'm looking for people that want to make a difference in people's lives. If you enjoy helping people achieve success, come join our team. Go to balanceofnature.com careers to apply for customer service phone agent or customer care live chat support today. Hi, my name is Rodney, and I am the director of new sales at Balance of Nature. My department is hiring new sales agents and online chat agents. Working in the new sales department is fast-paced and rewarding because of our competitive camaraderie and the fact that we are the first people our customers meet. I am looking for hard-working, dedicated people to come join my team. Go to balanceofnature.com careers to apply for the new sales phone agent or new sales chat agent positions today. Thanks for listening to The Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on The Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU, Canyon Media, or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net. At the Best Mattress Black Friday Sale, our biggest sale of the year, all Tempur-Pedic mattresses are on sale, every one of them. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. Save up to $500 on Tempur-Pedic adjustable sets. And it gets better. You'll get two Tempur-Pedic pillows with the purchase of any Tempur-Pedic mattress. We've got a large in-stock selection, plus 72 months, no interest financing, and free safety first home delivery. Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. See store for details. Do you feel it? The chill in the air. Winter must be right around the corner. Call Advanced Heating and Air right now to schedule your furnace tune-up for only $79. That's right, only $79. And get your furnace tune-up done right the first time in no time with Advanced Heating and Air. There's a chill in the air, and that means it's time to get your furnace service today for only $79. Call Advanced Air right now, 635-2257, or visit advancedairutah.com.
The world is more difficult to live in than at any time in the history of man. The government is a corrosive acid which destroys all that is good and valuable. It wants complete control of you and your money. Do something about it today. Obtain the most valued asset you can acquire. Physical only, real money, gold and silver. In the end, all paper currency goes back to its original value. Zero. The time to act is now. According to the world's financial experts, we are about to experience the most devastating financial crash ever known. Call the Gold Ore Store today at 435-703-9119 for real money assets. Trade in those Federal Reserve notes for real gold and silver coins, bars, and rounds. Your belief that nothing's going to change will haunt you when you realize you had the opportunity to do something, and at that moment, you let it go again. Follow your heart, folks. You know I speak the truth here and always have 435-703-9119 gold ore store best of southern utah winner prolong medical says ladies did you know that one in three women experience bladder weakness and that bladder incontinence is three times more common than seasonal allergies there is only one root cause to this embarrassing medical issue a weakened pelvic lore caused from pregnancy changes in hormones menopause and stress urinary incontinence doesn't have to control you and your Life. This embarrassing medical issue affects both women and men and has uncomfortable and frustrating symptoms. Besides, the cost of urinary incontinence products can downright be expensive. At Prolong Medical Center, we have a solution that treats incontinence in women and men, where you can literally sit back on a custom-designed chair and experience a breakthrough treatment for incontinence without even removing your clothing. Don't let this medical issue control your life. Take back your health and your dignity. Schedule a free consultation today at Prolong Medical. We can make a difference in your life. Call 435-375-5000 or ProlongMedical.com. Best of Southern Utah winner. Often when you or a loved one is in active addiction, the days run together. You may forget important dates like birthdays, anniversaries, and holidays. Let Lionsgate Recovery help transform this Christmas into something much more meaningful than ever before. Lionsgate is a drug and alcohol rehab in Southern Utah with locations in St. George, Tokerville, Cedar City, and Perwin. Call their 24-hour hotline at 866-471-9476 or go to lionsgaterehab.com. Lionsgate, people in recovery, helping people find recovery. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. When the road gets dark And you can no longer see Just let my love throw a spark Nicole Milty and I are here live. You can call up 888-673-1450. We were, well, I was just looking at an article, (laughs) Deseret News, and the article was all about, um, you know, um, well, the title, I have to give you the title. The title was, uh, you know, can you um, still have a Thanksgiving uh, holiday you know, it's not, is Thanksgiving a religious holiday? No, but you can make it one. It was actually a religious <laughs> holiday. It was about giving thanks to God for everything they had. Yeah. After going through every hardship you can imagine. What? Well, that's, what that's not religious. 
what what is wrong with these these columnists the Deseret News hires I it's amazing they they're communists <laughs> they believe government oh, is God. God I couldn't even believe this article is Thanksgiving a religious holiday no <laughs> but you can make it one I don't know how much more religious you can get Thanksgiving to God. So, <laughs> That's what the holiday was. So the picture what? under the title of the article? Yeah. By Myra, Maya Jaradot. Yeah, she's a gem. Maya mm-hmm. Jaradot, a, mm-hmm. a true American. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's the picture is of people in pews in a church. I know. And every one of them has a mask on. I know, I saw that. Not in my church. I know, not mine either. I, I, I'm not seeing a ton of people at church with masks on. But anyway, yeah, of course they take a picture like that. Yeah. But I did think it was interesting that they were out to kind of help you find some meaning in it. Yeah. Well, it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> I I just I'm always getting shocked every single time I open Deseret News up. I'm I'm always surprised at what they're what they're willing to put there. I, I it it just amazes me who they hire. Um, they also frontline uh, or front page news was was the ridiculous little Hitler man saying a dangerous COVID nineteen surge would be coming. Of course he's saying that. Of course he says that every five minutes. That's what he's paid to do. The, the guy has made gazillions off of this, and every little surge racks him up some more cash. He owns all the patents and the research. He owns all of the um, guinea pig trials that are, are meaningless because they don't really give out the data. He owns it all. I, and did it while he was being paid to work for us. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, man. He owns the manufacturing of it. Everything. Everything. Um, so, yeah, there's a, there's a basic problem with um, our idea of Thanksgiving. In fact, we're going to solve that problem um, in the next hour or two and really correct history because it really, it, I, I want everybody to be able to sit at their table and talk about the real meaning of Thanksgiving instead of what we've created with stupid projects like the 1619 and the, the ridiculous, egregious retelling of history. I, it's our poor kids, you know, they're not getting these real stories. No. It's sad. Really, really sad to me. Um, you were talking about uh, Nadler on the break. Did you want to bring him Yeah, up? he's brilliant. Yeah? He wants the Department of Justice to investigate the Rittenhouse trial. Mm-hmm. He apparently thinks he can somehow avoid double jeopardy under right. federal law. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> And he lied when he said it because he said that Rittenhouse crossed the state Uh border, which has been proven false. And they're all still repeating that lie. And it's a lie. And that's how they're trying to make it a federal issue. Well, he crossed state lines. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. (laughs) They've been trying to tell that story. Yeah. Uh, no, it's done. So it's done. This is a high ranking Democrat in the in the House. And he's that stupid still. Right. Hmm. It's uh, surprising at best. No, I'm not surprised at all. Um, so Nick Sandman is telling Kyle Rittenhouse he should sue for um, defamation. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> 100%. Who kno- Why would he not? Who better to hear that from? <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
Uh, yeah, go for it. I think it's amazing. Well, yeah. the fact is they can prove that all these media people and networks mm-hmm. and newspapers lied. Right. They lied. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, you know, it was interesting. I was on my way in and I was listening uh, to somebody talk about truth and how uh, we adopt our, our now we have this new We've talked about this before on the show, this new perception of truth that becomes our truth. This is my truth. Well, really, it's your opinion. Yeah, it's my just, truth. It's your opinion. But the truth is always the truth, right? The truth, I mean, that that's just a thing that you can't change. You can change your perspective of the truth, your reaction to the truth. You can change how you perceive truth. But truth is truth. You can't have your truth. Medical. So I just wanted to relay this to you. Medical research uh, is rapidly adopting systematic racism as truth. Um, you know what? I'm hoping they do this. I really am. I'm hoping they do this and splash this on every page in America because they're risking their little scientific credibility and they should. They should risk it. They should lose credibility at this point. Because pretty much people are bought and sold in, in the medical research uh Um, genre. So I would actually say, yeah, keep talking, keep going, because they're truly trying to take this narrative of systematic Mm -hmm. racism and bring it into, uh, bring it in as truth, as some sort of truth fact to that, that you need to know about. It's so amazing to me how they can keep doing this again and again and again. When are people going to finally just turn it off? Well, you know, as uh, it's, we're at the point now where the medical people say this, I'm I'm all for the patient mm-hmm. unless somebody pays me enough to not be for the patient. <laughs> exactly. Isn't that's that the truth? It, that's though? it. Yeah. Oh man. Um I was also looking today too just a couple of things on my mind. The Dollar Tree says a dollar 25 now has become the new standard. <laughs> it's the dollar 25 tree. <laughs> it's not the Dollar Tree. Are they going to change Sorry, their sign? It struck me as funny. Um, no, <laughs> I don't think so. They just want you to know that it's going to be a dollar and a quarter now. But um, but don't look at that. It's just a little bit, a little bit of inflation. Well, to, to me, it doesn't yeah. seem like much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but to somebody who's really poor, right, that right. extra quarter well, could be a lot. I can't actually. I can't believe you actually can get things for a dollar anymore. It's amazing. They have a whole store full yeah. of them. I think that's great. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Well, Hi. I'm going to have to give you a big head today, my dear. Oh, my. You are the replacement, you and Uncle Billy, mm-hmm. for Rush Limbaugh. Wow. <laughs> wow. everything. You tell the truth. Mm. You are the only radio station that we listen to that will actually be honest, mm. tell the truth, Research everything, and between you and Uncle Milty, mm-hmm. you are our Rush Limbaugh. Aw, you're so sweet. You. Those are big shoes to fill on Rush. Yep. Man, oh man, oh man. But you two are doing such a beautiful job on being honest about what you say, and you back what you say. Well, thank you. And this is the thing that we're looking for when we couldn't find, right. and here you two are. So Aww. keep working. I know it's hard hard hours you guys keep, but keep it up. Ah, thank you. That just made our whole yep. week. Thank you so much. That was really sweet. That was really nice. I really appreciate that uh, completely. Thank you for that. Um I did want to mention this. Uh, you know, uh, there's been some FBI raids, 
and uh, they conducted a violent home raid on the founder of America's Mom and Election Integrity Activist. I've actually followed her once in a while. Mesa County, Colorado, FBI raided the home of Sharona Bishop, founder of America's Mom. Her children were terrorized, her computers and phones were seized, and they dragged her away in handcuffs. Did they send people in ties and and jackets to talk to her? Oh, no. No, no, no. They acted as if she, um, you know, was sitting in there with her AK ready to shoot them all. And then they go in, act like buffoons, go for the big arrest when she's with her kids. They could have just walked in and talked to her. Hmm. But they do this whole circus. And this is why I lose so much respect for the FBI. Well, it makes the person look really guilty when <laughs> really they do guilty. that. Yeah. Yes, all because she was actually saying, you know what, I've helped flip nine school boards back to conservative uh, power because of what they're doing with CRT. That's what made her a criminal. That made her a criminal. Uh-huh. That made her a criminal in the DOJ's eyes. If we had something like mm-hmm. uh, a First Amendment to the yeah. Constitution, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> Can you believe this? No, I can't believe it. She became involved in election integrity, and after four leftist progressive candidates were elected to the ground, uh, the Grand Junction City Council, she conducted grassroots canvassing, did all the hard work, and uh, Mesa County Clerk Tina Peters sought forensic images of the Dominion voting machines in the and in this election and her home was also searched for daring to say that we had a very fraudulent election which which it was no happened <laughs> without even a single doubt in my mind without even a single doubt you and i all know that that doofus that couldn't even get 16 percent of his own people to like him that 80 million people did not vote for that doofus. You know that. I know that. Everyone knows it. And if you dare talk about it, are you going to get an FBI raid on your home now? More than 80 million people right now are against them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know what? It's, it's absolutely crazy to think that we actually are buying that lie. It was that over the top. And this gal tried to make some sense of it and tried to get other moms to understand she was on the Steve Bannon show. She tried to get other moms to understand what was going on, expose critical race theory. She's a hero. She is a hero. And they have tagged her as their uh, uh, domestic terrorist. Hmm. She's a parent who cares about what's being taught in our uh, government schools. And she gets an FBI raid on her home with coming in with, the whole arm to the teeth, scaring her children, terrorizing her. I've seen this happen to, a, to, to people in the past. We've talked about it on the show. And it's truly an embarrassment for the FBI. If I, was a, if I was an FBI agent and I was involved in doing that to somebody in front of their children, a mom that was trying to expose CRT, if they could honestly do that, are they true Americans? Could they really say they're a true American when they go after somebody like that? You know, I've said this before, but I'm going to repeat it. I think that they intentionally didn't cheat or cheated to let Yunkin win in Virginia Mm -hmm. so they could say, look, there's no cheating. Yunkin won. Right. Yeah. One example. Yeah. I'm... uh, (laughs) I I look at this raid and I think that could be any of us. That could be anybody. Because she wasn't doing anything. There wasn't anything she was actually doing. And they still treated her like a domestic terrorist. 
I've already resigned myself to the fact that at some point in the future, we're going to get like that. We're going to be rated like that. Jeez Louise. I just can't even imagine being a, a member of the human race who's an FBI agent who actually would do that to somebody and feel okay about it when they went to bed that night. It's impossible if they're yeah. Americans. I know. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. You can weigh in. We'll take your calls. Hi, guys. It's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction and sick of the pills? Well, we have a major medical breakthrough. The WAVE technology at Wasatch Medical Clinic was tested by Cambridge University and the Cleveland Clinic, and the results are in. It's proven to increase blood flow by repairing blood vessels. No pills and no side effects. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED by treating the root cause, call us now. And not only will the assessment and blood flow ultrasound be free, we'll also include something unique that produces powerful results in the bedroom. I don't think I've ever seen it fail. This is a $600 value, free to those that call in the next two minutes. 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and get your love life back. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic now to qualify. 435-922-7000. Four months after the apocalypse. Bob, now what are you eating? Silver, gold, motorcycle and boat parts. Why? Well, I'm becoming a plastimetaltarian. I'm eating money and toys because I bought them instead of food storage. We got our food storage from Shane at Your Family Still Matters. He set us up right and we even bought extra. You and Carol want to come for dinner? Nah. Ooh, just broke a tooth. Don't eat money and toys. Hurry down to Your Family Still Matters on 900 South Bluff in the Holiday Square under the big yellow sign that says paintball, food storage, and violins. NMLS 1817019. Lendright Mortgage declares freedom from high rate and closing costs with the introduction of our freedom loan. What is a freedom loan? One, you pay zero closing costs. Two, you get a rate that's the same or lower than the rate other lenders charge you thousands in points and fees to get. The choice is clear. Pay thousands more than you should with another lender or get the same or lower rate and have the Freedom Loan cover 100% of your closing costs. Act now. Freedom Loan APRs are as low as 1.92% for 8 to 15 year terms and 2.67% for 16 to 30 year terms. Call 801 Approve or visit LendRightMortgage.com. Get a Freedom Loan and say no to high rates and closing costs. Call 801 Approve or visit LendRightMortgage.com. Thanks for listening to The Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on The Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU, Canyon Media, or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net. 
Today, I want to share with you what my days have looked like from the beginning of the COVID scare. I visit with person after person, couple after couple, eight to 10 hours straight, virtually every day, Monday through Saturday. Why are they coming to the Gold Ore store in almost unmanageable numbers? Because in their words, quote, I have got to get my money out of the bank. I'm afraid that if I don't do something now, I'm going to lose everything I have worked a lifetime for. They are concerned and feeling fear and anxiety about the once powerful and almighty U.S. dollar. They are coming to the Gold Ore store for a sense of solace and peace, knowing that they will be listened to, respected, and assisted in a way that works for any budget in acquiring the finest silver and gold products produced in the world today. Listen to your heart, folks. Gold Ore store has solutions in a world of financial chaos. 435-703-9119. That's 435-703-9119. Voted best gold store two years in a row for a reason. Come see for yourself. Gold or store. Did you know the average TV commercial break is around three minutes long and that it takes a cup of noodles about three minutes to cook? Your favorite song is probably three minutes long too. And you get a pressure filled three minutes to finish your turn in Scrabble? But did you know you can get a rain repelling, triple foaming, tire shining, undercarriage rust inhibiting car wash in just three minutes? You can with membership at Quick Quack, home of the three minute shine. Just say Siri, directions to Quick Quack. See you soon. Hi, I'm Dr. Kathleen Eubanks-Ming with the American Academy of Family Physicians. Bullies use power, strength, or popularity to hurt others emotionally or physically. And while you can't be with your child all the time, there are ways you can help. If your child encounters a bully, tell them to get to a safe place and tell an adult. You can also show them how to block online bullies. Teach them they can be more than a bystander and that they can help their peers. For more on bullying, visit FamilyDoctor.org or talk with your family physician. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day in the morning. And what was in those ships all three on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. And what was in those ships all three on Christmas Day in the morning. Our Savior Christ and His Lady on Christmas Day. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Or ships just docked. I don't know that they're coming in. They're sitting out there. Hmm. But yeah. that's not affecting anything. No, no. And it's the not president got with the union and the workers, and he he's going to fix phone it. Calls. Yeah. <laughs> I have complete faith in what he's doing. Said nobody ever. Uh, welcome back to the show, uh, KateDallyRadio.com. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate and Milty. Hi, Steve. Hi. Um, real quick question. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're going to discuss this on your national show or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could discuss what Tucker Carlson had that interview with Kyle Rittenhouse yesterday. Oh, you know what? Yeah, da- I, Uncle Milton yeah. is smiling. Mm-hmm. I saw it. Yep. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm afraid what you're thinking. You're probably thinking what I'm thinking. Well, what are you uh, thinking? A lot of that interview was not, was kind of kind of suspicious. Mm-hmm. Why do you think so? You know, the one thing, I, I'm just questioning this. Lynn Wood, good guy or bad guy? I don't, <laughs> I mean, I don't know about Lynn Wood. I don't know him, and for, I know people that know him that like him, and I don't know, I don't know right. much about Lynn. Yeah, he trashed him really bad last night on, on there, saying yep. that he manipulated uh, money that was given to him through, like, you know, um, 
you know, GoFundMe accounts and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, and that he didn't represent him properly. And it was him and another lawyer. I don't know who the other guy was. But it really shocked me because I've heard nothing but good things about him. Right. You know, mm. he's going to rallies. He supported Trump. Um, you know, on and on. And right. that other show I listened to, they, they had an interview with him, and they, they thought he was God. And mm-hmm. to hear him denounce him, I'm like, what? And then, obviously, on the show, the, he mentioned about, you know, he supports Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because he, he himself felt um, injustice done to him by the judicial system. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and it just, I don't know, it just seemed like someone had his strings. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I, it just could be me. Yeah. You know? No, I think many, you know? many people, that's the case, actually. Yeah. I think honest. the reason they pulled his strings, though, mm-hmm. was because they want to use him. Uh-huh. And they're trying to make him look as good as possible so they can use him to promote their side of this. Mm. I, that's yeah, what I saw. Interesting. Hmm. Well, thanks. Yeah. 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 It's it just, it was, it was pretty riveting. I watched the entire thing and I just, I don't know. He just, he, he seemed very cool, collective and mm. he, you know, he wasn't all over the place and he acted nope. like it was no big deal. Yep. And I'm like, are you reading a script? Huh. <laughs> yeah. That's, that is very interesting. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. No problem. Mm. Bring it up. All right. Yeah. Thank you, guys. They also mm. kept saying how mature he is for a 17 or 18-year-old. Really? Oh, he's so mature. He's way ahead of his time. Um, okay. Yeah. He didn't get flustered. Let me tell you, I remember being 17. Yeah, yeah. I'd have had to wear diapers <laughs> in that situation. Well, yeah, most would. Can you even imagine? <laughs> Um, interesting. Yeah, no, it was. I'm surprised a lot, though. And I think, honestly, um, you have to expect that there'll be a lot of people. I'm not saying Linwood is or isn't, because I don't know. I haven't seen, you know, huge, huge evidence. But it's just keep an eye on people. What are they talking about? What are they promoting? And uh, a lot of people inserted into the, the Patriot movement, they're really inserted, installed into the Patriot movement. You have to be very careful. Yeah. Well, here's a real key to this situation mm-hmm. with the interview. Yeah. Of all the people who probably wanted that interview, why was it Tucker Carlson? He's Because he's the only one that has any semblance of credibility left on fox Mm -hmm. that's why yeah and so this i think it was a manipulated interview all the way from beginning to end i really do i agree with the caller Mm, okay let's take another caller hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead on this fbi raid i want to know what the sheriff of mesa county and ken buck think about it yeah that'd be great because you're right. I mean, I'm I'm thinking about crazy Uncle Albert next door mm-hmm. who thinks that like aliens are invading the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and he gets off a couple of shots. Mm-hmm. Well, Dodge City Saturday night, <laughs> stupid. It's dangerous. It's mm-hmm. insane. Mm-hmm. And the, why is the sheriff? I know you're right. You're absolutely right. So That's Albert, when a sheriff steps yeah, in. Write me a letter. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll talk to you. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks yep. for that. Yeah. It's. It's really that that should really make people nervous because of the fact that that woman who's very visual out there, she's uh, called America's next mom or America's mom or whatever, um, just because she's telling people about CRT. And she said, you tell people what this administration is doing and just be forewarned that you'll get you might get an FBI raid on your home. I mean, what in the world? And yet there are people out there who have made 
definite threats mm-hmm. against the life of President Trump that the FBI didn't even blink an eye at. Yeah, nothing. Zero. That's interesting. Um, and like she said, she said, not men with suits and badges. I had sh- I had soldiers with automatic weapons and combat gear, so it was pretty over the top. And uh, we're living in a world where the FBI is turning on anyone who speaks out against Biden administration for whatever they're doing. You Ooh. never saw him dressed like that in the TV show, The FBI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Can you believe this? Mm, no. No, I can't either. And it's one of those things, too. You know, I, I'm always surprised, but not. I, I, I get surprised still at stuff like this. But it's just Arizona's been in the news a lot lately. They actually put up a... Um, an article uh, in the Arizona, I think, Independent, where they were disclosing all of the different uh, monies that were made by the hospitals. Uh, mm. Yeah, all the different, uh, all the different, ca- you know, cash outlets uh, that they could get paid for if they just kept, uh, you know, um, uh, doing the protocol and and all the things we've talked about on the show endlessly. Same thing. I got a nice note from somebody last night that said, uh, um, you know, my mom is saved because of the protocol video I did. And it just I get these all the time. And I'm so grateful she's alive. I'm so grateful. It's just really nice to hear that some people are are learning. But what's interesting is she said she had this feeling come over her right before she saw my video that she should take her mom out on hospice to get her out of there. Isn't that interesting? Then she watched my video and said, uh-huh. no way. She said that that's what gave me the courage. And I went in and, and basically got my mom out of there and she was doing great. So hats off to you, uh, listener, for that. I am so always so glad to hear that. But it's just it. I don't think it'll ever stop amazing me that uh, that the hospitals are receiving so much money for what they're doing. So much money. That should that should be something that we are all just angry about angry right they get a they get a um, a free uh, required pcr test in the emergency room upon admission for every patient with a government paid fee to the hospital um added bonus payment this is coming out of arizona added bonus payment for each positive covid19 diagnosis another bonus for the admission to the hospital a 20 percent boost bonus payment from medicare on the hospital uh entire uh, hospital bill 20% on the entire hospital bill if uh, for the use of remdesivir instead of medicines such as ivermectin. Another and larger bonus payout to the hospital if a COVID-19 patient is ventilated. Wow. More money to the hospital if cause of death is listed as COVID-19. And even if patient, patient did not die directly of COVID-19, they get money if they say they did. And a COVID-19 diagnosis also provides extra payments to the coroners. Makes you want to go straight to yeah. the hospital when you cough. Doesn't that make you, you feel warm and fuzzy about your care? I mean, it does me. My gosh. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Well, good afternoon, Kate and Milton. Hi there. Hi. Hi there. Well, these FBI raids should not surprise anyone. Sicken and disgust, yes. But surprise, no. Yeah. Because this is what tyrant governments do to keep the <coughs> subjects in line. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. And it's uh, yeah. it's it's just it's pathetic. It's beyond pathetic. Uh, appreciate Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's true. They're mm-hmm. the, they're the Gestapo now. Mm-hmm. There's no yeah. question in my mind. The FBI can change their name to Gestapo. 
Well, it's it's that's why I keep saying what how are these people American? How are they telling themselves they're doing this for American purposes, for for anything that has anything to do with uh, being on the right side of anything? How, how could you go into somebody's home like that and do that to somebody? I it, it uh, how can you I remember in the Bundy situation, they were th- they, they threw um, uh, her onto the ground. And and I just thought, what? Who are you? Who are you people? Don't you remember the video of them mocking Americans on horseback, mm-hmm. mocking them and they're they're all suited up in all their gear and they're just sitting on the other side mocking and it was it, to me it, I felt like saying can you even possess an ounce of humanity like who are you? So I always wonder who these people are and how they get hired and and how they carry these things out. They- they were just following orders. Yeah, they were just following orders. I don't. I don't have much love for these uh, Gestapo's. Absolutely not. I really don't. And it's really tough because it's a tough position. There, there's a lot of people. It's kind of like vaccine. I'm not anti-vaccine, except that you know I recognize that there's basic poison in all of the vaccines they're making. But they have to go to where they say they're not not anti-vaccine. Same thing with that. Well, not all the FBI is bad. Well, I'm sorry, but you have enough around this country that are making such a bad name for it. I'm almost thinking that, yeah, that's pretty much how the FBI is now because there's just too many incidences. Right. It's not the one odd guy. No, it's it's groups of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it surprises me, and their tactics surprise me, and how they talk everybody into the tac- the, the, the tactics. I and they always feel the need to dress up like mm-hmm. future soldiers. I know. What's the deal? You with know, that? full military gear, I remember, automatic weapons. I remember Roger Stone was just. Yeah. He was so surprised because they even went in it through his swamp in the backyard, and acted like they had to do that to get him. And he's like. Look at my age. <laughs> I think I, why didn't they just come to the door and knock? I would have just gone, but they made the full spectacle with people coming out of helicopters on his property to go get him. It's just did, are they are, are they satisfied with themselves doing this? So so people should think yeah. about this. They're called the Federal Bureau of Investigation. If they did any investigating, they would know this woman didn't intend to resist have weapons. They didn't need to dress up like a platoon. Yeah, yeah. To go arrest her, all they had to do was knock on the door in the afternoon right. at two p.m. and right. say, "We're sorry, we have to arrest you. Yeah, we have a warrant for your arrest." And they and that's it. That. That's and how it used to be. Not anymore. It's full violent raid, like in front of the kids. They don't even care what this does to kids. They don't even. I remember somebody being raided when the Boy Scout troop was over at their house. They didn't care. They don't care. It's it, that to me is there's something very wrong with that because th- these people are not violent people that they're no. going after. These are like, like even even if you wanted to consider it what they would consider white collar. I mean, this is like not even that because it's not even a crime. But I'm talking about the fact that this isn't somebody that's violent that they're even afraid of. But yet they get this whole circus together to go in and do these raids and. Uh, because it gives the impression yep. that these people are dangerous. Yeah. That's yeah. all it's Sadly. about. Sadly. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. 
They are simply following orders. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's it. Oh, my gosh. And it's irritating. That's the problem is there's never been any shortage of people who are well, willing to put on the brown shirt. I know. <laughs> Where'd no. you hear that? The way it's always going to be. Yeah, that's true. No, you're right. Thank you. Appreciate it. You know, he's right. It, it is. It's the truth. I know. There's just, always the, the one or two or three that want the power. Right. They want that feeling of power. It's true. And uh, then they get to get all the gear on that they've they've practiced and rehearsed. I mean, if you don't have those moments, when are you going to wear it, you know? And they act like they got their man card and now they're going to go, you know, strut their stuff and all their skills they've learned at, I don't know, military camp. I, I just don't get it. Well, all of that training actually... Uh, convinces them mm-hmm. that we you need this training because oh, yeah. you're going to have to use it. Oh, yeah. These people are going to kill you Against if you don't. Against the soccer mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. That's embarrassing. They should be embarrassed. I would be embarrassed if I did that to somebody. Um, especially a soccer mom. Give me a break. Terrorizing somebody's kids for what? What do they get out of that? Don't they have kids of their own? <laughs> I mean. Exactly. something really wrong. We're going to come back, and I want to share with you Thanksgiving, the story that you did not hear, pretty sure. And uh, uh, Tim Burton does a great job on this, and I'll be right back. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere, though. This is so good. This is so good. I don't want it. I, I want everyone to be able to listen to this and tell this story at their Thanksgiving dinner. Be right back. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. The show starts now. Guys, uh, listen, I'm having a slight uh, problem with the damn bird, all right? What color is it now, Norman? Well, I think we're moving into the earth tones. (laughs) Look, uh... I'm sorry, guys. A little pop thing won't pop out. There's something wrong with it. I... Something wrong with you. No, no, it's a little pop thing. Hey, could somebody please explain to me where the little pop thing is on the turkey? I mean, because maybe it's different in the city, but in the country where I come from, turkeys aren't born with little pop. <laughs> the little pop thing has a name. It's called a thermometer. Now, can we all please say thermometer? <laughs> uh, good old throwback to Cheers. Remember that show? Yep. Um, I love that show. Anyway, uh, yeah, they're Thanksgiving dinner together. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. And so happy that uh, you're tuned in today because we're going to do a, a kind of a special hour on Thanksgiving. And I have Uncle Milty here. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Um, this is this will be really good with everything that we're being told right now with all of the lies about history. This story, um, Tim Barton tells from Wall Builders. Got to give him all the credit. And I'll be playing a clip from him. This is an amazing, an amazing story that everybody needs to be able to understand at their Thanksgiving table. And I think he had some extremely valuable things to say. I thought that this was 
so good um, that I wanted to dedicate an hour to this because I thought, you know what, this is worth it. This is worth listening to. And we'll we'll uh, we'll entertain calls, too, as we go. But I'm going to start this off because he starts. I'm, I took sections where he's just just telling the Thanksgiving story so that you can hear it from start to finish. But it is really fascinating the way he tells it and uh, talks about Jamestown and Plymouth. And so he, this is uh, this is Tim Barton and this Timothy Barton from Wall builders here you go here we go when you go back to like jamestown go back to the pilgrims they actually tried the experiment of socialism both colonies Mm. and both of them had incredible failures with socialism and if anybody in the world could have really made socialism work it probably would have been the pilgrims because those are the people who came over like with a puritan work ethic yeah right they worked really hard they were a, a christian community they brotherly loved they shared together equally and after a couple of years, they realized this system really isn't very good. And they changed that system. This is where learning from history, we would not be putting ourselves in a position to repeat the mistakes that people have already made before. So I, I was told one time by a professor in college, and it stuck with me really well, is there's, there's two ways to learn lessons. Either you can learn the hard way from yeah. your own experience, or you can learn from other people's experience. That's what history does. Yeah. The more we study history, the more we can learn lessons from other people's experience. And I'd have to go through those hard experiences experiences ourself. The system being taught in education right now is a 1619 project. The 1619 project, probably everybody knows. 2019, the New York Times came out with a special edition, and, and they were highlighting the history of America. And they said America started, honestly, in 1619, because that's when the first shipload of slaves arrived in Jamestown, et cetera. Now, they, they really oversimplified a lot of things, and they got so many things historically wrong. It was boggling, right? They get a Pulitzer Prize for some of the worst history ever when you had even leftist, like really leftist professors coming out saying, yeah, this is just bad history. Yeah. But it's important that right now we are we're hearing America was fundamentally a flawed and evil nation, and, and we're learning that lesson at the, the, the telling of the story of Jamestown. And so it's worth noting that if you look back in American history, it's a little bit like uh, Charles Dickinson's novel, The Tale of Two Cities, that America was not merely founded in Jamestown. There were two major early colonies, Jamestown and Plymouth. Now, just a historical record, Jamestown was not founded in 1619. Jamestown was founded in 1607. Mm-hmm. Jamestown was founded as a Christian colony. They were Anglicans, and Anglicans was the official religion, of the, the, the kind of official version of Christianity under the king, and, and he enforced Anglicanism in his colonies. And so when the Jamestown colonies formed uh, formed and founded. It is founded as an Anglican colony, and they actually have some, some really positive Christian language in their founding document. The challenge was the people of Jamestown, they weren't people who read the Bible. They were people who more or less did what they were told to do by their political leaders, by their religious leaders. And so there's a lot of behavior they got into that was very ungodly and very unbiblical. But the history of Jamestown, there's a lot of fascinating stories, and there's a lot of really bad things from Jamestown as well. The story of Jamestown kind of unfolds when John Smith, Captain John Smith, is exploring in the woods. He has 20 men, and they're ambushed by a group of Native warriors, and the Native kill all of these men except John Smith. He's the only survivor, and they then take him on parade, and they take him to several different villages, kind of showing the chief, right, so to speak, the chief of the tribe they just conquered. And so John Smith is on display, and, and he points out that uh, they took him, and they laid his head on a rock. They were about to, to beat his brains out, is what he said. And Pocahontas comes over, and she runs and puts her head on his head, and so she saves his life. And Pocahontas was really kind of infatuated with not only John Smith, but kind of the Americans in general, and maybe because they were such a unique people, they 
or different, whatever it was, she was super impressed with them. And they actually form an alliance, so to speak, with the people of Jamestown. As this unfolds, the people of Jamestown, they've, they've grown up living in a colony where socialism is a norm in the sense that Nobody really owns private property. Under the king, the king owns all the land. And the king would give land to certain lords or nobles. And then the lords and nobles would hire people, the serfs and the peasant. And they would come work for these officials. And at the end of the day of you working, you'd be given some food, you'd be given some money, but you were taken care of for your labor. The reason this is important is people weren't used to working for themselves. They, they weren't used to having to provide for themselves their own food, their own sustenance, right, growing their own crops. And so when they come to America, they really don't know how to survive in America and they're really struggling and, and they're hoping the king is going to send over more food and more supplies on the ships. In the midst of them having a hard time, they actually turned to the natives and the natives on several occasions brought the people of Jamestown food to keep them alive. Well, 1609, they've now been here for coming up on two years and John Smith is a governor and, and John Smith has enforced a rule, a law in Jamestown that said if a man would not work, he would not eat because in socialism, people tended toward laziness and they didn't want to be productive. So John Smith takes over and and actually gets a whip and goes to people's houses and beats them with a whip to make them get out in the fields to work and labor because he recognized if, if we don't work hard, if we're not productive, if we don't grow crops, we're not going to survive. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a protest in Jamestown. There actually was a gunpowder explosion, and John Smith was injured in this gunpowder explosion. It was largely believed to have been a, an intentional attack, uh, that there was sabotage. They were trying to eliminate him. Well, he had to go back to England to find help for his <coughs> injuries. And so while he's over in England getting help, they now have new leaders in Jamestown. And, and the people of Jamestown said, look, that John Smith guy, he was a jerk. He made his work really hard. We don't like that. So we're just going to take it easy. Well, when winter comes, this was known as a starving time in Jamestown, the winter of 1609 to 1610. They're totally out of food. And by the way, in the midst of them being out of food, they recognize their food's getting low. One of the things they did is they actually started Indian wars. And what they did is they went to some of the local villages and said, hey guys, we're out of food. We need help. And and the natives are like, we, we have to feed ourselves too, right? Like we can't just continue to give you food over and over. At some point you got to feed yourself. The people of Jamestown got angry and they declared war on these tribes and they went and attacked these tribes and villages to try to take their food from them so they could feed themselves. Well, the starving time, they don't have any food. And so they say, well, we're just going to have to eat that the livestock. So they start off eating the cattle. They eat the horses. They run out of food. So then they eat what we would know as pets. They eat the dogs and the cats hmm. and they run out of food. Now at this time, there was roughly 490 people of Jamestown and people are already starving to death. So almost daily, they're having people dying. They're taking them to kind of their cemetery, the graveyard. They're burying them when they ran out of the dogs and cats. And, and now they're turning to rabbits or squirrels, whatever they can find. At some point, somebody said, hey, you know, those people that died, their bodies are in the cemetery. We can just go dig up those bodies and, and eat the meat off those bones because they're already dead. So they literally went and they cannibalized the bodies wow. in the cemetery. When they ran out of those bodies, they actually turned to cannibalism and they actually killed and ate each other at times. There was a horrific account of a husband who had a pregnant wife and he killed his wife and ate his wife and the unborn child from his wife. Wow. Now, the reason I bring all this up is... It's interesting when we study history, one of the things that we think the way history should be taught, the way the Bible teaches history, you teach the good, the bad, and the ugly. 
very different stand is because for far too long, we've just trusted the experts to tell us what was true. Don't take my word for it. Go look it up. In 1619, slavery was illegal in Jamestown. So when that first shipload of slaves arrived, they became indentured servants. And this is a very different scenario. As an indentured servant, you worked for a determined period of years. At the end of those years, you were given your freedom. And in the Jamestown colony, you were given land. So all of those original slaves became free landowners in America. And some people might argue, yeah, but but they were still slaves for those years. They were indentured servants. And, and, and so maybe, like maybe, they, they were treated as slaves. Maybe they were treated poorly. Now, I don't think there's really historical evidence for that. But just for the sake of argument, let's say for those, for those seven years, for example, let's say it was really bad for seven years. But also keep in mind, those slaves had been on a Portuguese slave trading ship. That Portuguese ship was attacked by two British privateer ships. Those British privateer ships took the slaves off. And that's one of those ships came to Jamestown. And that's where they unloaded those slaves at Jamestown. Had that Portuguese ship been able to go on, it was heading to either the Caribbean, Cuba, maybe Brazil. Had that ship arrived where it was going, what was the average lifespan of the slaves in those other nations? And it was only like one to three years. Had they gone anywhere else, they likely would have died as slaves. They never would have had a chance to get freedom or be a free landowner in America. And the reason I point this out is like even the way we're telling the history of Jamestown, we're lying about Jamestown and part of what happened to try to make Jamestown look bad. And my point is, if you want to make Jamestown look bad, just tell the honest story of Jamestown (laughs) because you will see the sinful moments of Jamestown and go, man, those people were not always really good people. Yeah, that's so true. I'm going to pick that back up after the thing. But, uh, you know, you wondered why they couldn't they couldn't grow anything. They were actually growing foods that were different than obviously in Europe. Over here, the Indians grew corn, squash and beans over there. They were they were growing rye, barley and wheat. And so it was different. And they were also working with a different soil that doesn't retain nutrients. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, but that's a really interesting history on Jamestown. But what what he's so good at, Tim Barton from uh, Wall Builders, is doing, you know, this is Jamestown, but this was Plymouth. Now, Plymouth was completely different, and he's going to go on to explain how different Plymouth was and how Plymouth actually is what set the standard for America. It wasn't necessarily Jamestown, but Jamestown gets all the credit. What's the TV show? Jamestown, right? They don't do Plymouth because a little too much God would be involved there. But in Jamestown, like he said, they weren't... The, the Christian sect coming over to, to do anything, they were they were of a different kind of a different sort. And so they were doing some different things. And uh, um, and so he goes into why uh, Plymouth was so important and how they landed in Plymouth and how much uh, divine providence was around these um, these circumstances. Sure. And I really like that because I don't, I've, I've seen few people ever sort of separate the two and say, look at the difference between the people that, that landed and their motives and what they were trying to do. Um, and those that landed from uh, Plymouth really were trying to do um, some good uh, with this. And not that the Jamestown people weren't, but they had a lot more problems. <laughs> Obviously, if you resort to cam- cannibalism, you're, you're going to have a lot more yeah. problems with a group like that. We'll be right back. Kate Daly Show. Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. KateDalyRadio.com. Hi, guys. It's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction and sick of the pills? Well, we have a major medical breakthrough. The WAVE technology at Wasatch Medical Clinic was tested by Cambridge University and the Cleveland Clinic, and the results are in. 
It's proven to increase blood flow by repairing blood vessels. No pills and no side effects. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED by treating the root cause, call us now. And not only will the assessment and blood flow ultrasound be free, we'll also include something unique that produces powerful results in the bedroom. I don't think I've ever seen it fail. This is a $600 value, free to those that call in the next two minutes. 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and get your love life back. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic now to qualify. 435-922-7000. Can't wait to get to those Black Friday savings? Kid, I'm with you 100%. I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress, where a Black Friday sale is already going on. Save up to $1,400 on the brands you know and trust. Serta, Sealy, Beautyrest, Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, and King Coil. Plus, get a free Tempur-Pedic pillow with any qualifying mattress purchase of $699 or more. No down, no interest financing for 36 months, and free delivery. Best mattress. Sleep easy, friends. See store for details. The world is more difficult to live in than at any time in the history of man. The government is a corrosive acid which destroys all that is good and valuable. It wants complete control of you and your money. Do something about it today. Obtain the most valued asset you can acquire. Physical only, real money, gold and silver. In the end, all paper currency goes back to its original value. Zero. The time to act is now. According to the world's financial experts, we are about to experience the most devastating financial crash ever known. Call the Gold Ore Store today at 435-703-9119 for real money assets. Trade in those Federal Reserve notes for real gold and silver coins, bars, and rounds. Your belief that nothing's going to change will haunt you when you realize you had the opportunity to do something, and at that moment, you let it go again. Follow your heart, folks. You know I speak the truth here and always have. 435-703-9119. Gold or store. Do a search online to figure out how to clean a drain and you'll get over 250,000 results. Our certified service pros know exactly what to do and how to do it. Whether it's a commercial or residential property, we'll give you multiple options and upfront pricing before work has begun. With our five-star rating and our best of Southern Utah gold win for plumbing, heating, and air, why would you call anyone else? This is Brett, the owner of Walker Plumbing, Heating, and Air. We have the plumbing and air conditioning team you can trust guaranteed. Visit MyStGeorgePlumber.com. Copiers for Sale offers Southern Utah the best quality and pricing on printers, copiers, and plotters. They sell, lease, and service any equipment your business or home office needs. CopiersForSale.com, a local company and division of Steamroller Copies, is always asking, what do you want to print today? Boulevard Mattress, located at Boulevard Home on Mall Drive, where you can get an incredible mattress at a low, low price. And St. George Ink and Toner, now at their new location, 237 North Bluff, Southern Utah's number one place to purchase all your home and business printing supplies. St. George Ink and Toner. Want the real dirt on concrete problems? You may think your driveway and patio sit on solid ground, but they may not be. Rain can wash away the soil and drought can cause it to shrink, or it may not have been properly compacted when your home was built. But at some point, they need to be dealt with, either when you're selling your home or when someone trips over a broken slab. Either way, they don't get any less expensive to fix. But even though concrete problems don't get better with time, they do get better with us. Call Davenport Foundation Repair for your free no-obligation inspection today, because when it comes to cracked or sunken concrete, it's really all about the dirt. The 2021 Best of Southern Utah results are in. And the winner is Prolong Medical Center. Gold medal winner in the category of men's health.
Gentlemen, are you having trouble with intimacy in your relationship? Have you tried other companies' erectile dysfunction treatments and were just uncomfortable with a lack of a customized treatment plan? It's time to call Prolong Medical Center in St. George, where they will create a customized treatment plan with advanced acoustic waves to help restore natural and long-lasting results. If you've tried other companies and felt like just another number, it's time for you to call Prolong Medical Center and find out why they were voted gold medal in men's health for best of Southern Utah. Call today for a no-obligation appointment and get your customized treatment plan designed to promote a healthy blood flow. And over the course of six sessions, you can experience unprecedented long-term results. Call Prolong Medical Center at 435-375-5000 or ProlongMedical.com. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Cape Daly Show. On Christmas Day, on Christmas Day, I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day in the morning. And what was it? No ships all three on Christmas Day. Welcome back, Day, Kate Daly Show. And uh, we're live today, uh, Uncle Milty and I. So, hoping you have a great uh, Thanksgiving week ahead of you. And uh, make sure and go to MyPillow, MyPillow.com forward slash Kate or MyPillow.com. You can use the code word. Kate. Um, Mike Lindell is doing so much uh, to expose voter fraud. Here's a message from him. Go out and tell everybody you know that the attorneys general from these states are putting a lawsuit in on November 23rd, two days before Thanksgiving, to sue the United States government over the 2020 election. Now, the uh, attorney generals, uh, the Republican uh, party is trying to get the attorney generals to get off of this lawsuit. So make sure and contact your attorney general and tell them that they better be on this lawsuit. Um, This is dropped today. So very interesting to keep our eye on. MyPillow, he's done an amazing job with his company and has had much success, but he's also such an American at heart. He is trying to take his money and put it to uh, these causes to expose election fraud. It also supports the show and the products are amazing. You can get amazing sheets and towels and, and my pillows. So make sure and get over there. You get up to 75% off right now. It is such a steal. It really is. It's so great. MyPillow.com forward slash Kate or MyPillow.com uh, code word Kate. Um, all right. So let's keep going on this on this story because he talks now about the difference between Plymouth and Jamestown. And there's a huge, huge difference. Here we go. Because you will see the sinful moments of Jamestown and go, man, those people were not always really good people. Oh, I should also mention this is Tim Barton from Wall Builders. Here you go. People, that's the reality of history. Yeah. You don't have to lie about history to, to make something look bad. If you just tell the honest story, you will find the bad moments because there's good, bad, and ugly in the whole story. But this is where Plymouth was so different. The, the, the people of Plymouth, right, the, the pilgrims, they were actually a church congregation that had been in England, then they went to Holland, and then from Holland they come back, get ships in England, they come to America, to the New World. It was largely a church congregation, and they were striving to live life differently. Governor Bradford, a, a famous name from the Pilgrims, right? William Bradford, yeah. the, the longest lasting governor of the Pilgrims, he actually in his journal talked about how as, as their own people, they would spend hours in the Bible a day, six to eight hours a day, trying to study and learn from the Bible. And this is where, when, when you look at the Pilgrims, when they arrived, everything they did was different than Jamestown. The Pilgrims, when they arrived, 
They'd actually been trying to get to Jamestown because that's where they had been given permission by the king to go. Their charter was to go to Jamestown. But providentially, because when initially they were coming, there were two ships, the Mayflower and the Speedwell. The Speedwell had holes, and they had to kept turning back and trying to fix the ship. And when finally they decided, we're just going to take one ship and go to the New World, it was really late. They, they'd lost several months in their journey. So when they arrive in the New World, they're going to arrive in winter. So that's a hard time to show up anywhere yeah. for your first time. But there was a winter storm, and the winter storm blew them north so they couldn't even make it to Jamestown. So now they're going to have to to dock ship an unknown, uncharted area. They, they don't know what's going on. But interestingly enough, they recognize before we get off the ship, we need to have a covenant between ourselves, a covenant with God. And they write the Mayflower Compact. And in this covenant, they actually said that part of the reason they had come, and, and you can read this, it's, it's like in the first paragraph. It says, for the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith yeah. is why they had come to the new world. Well, when they get off that ship and, and, and they start trying to survive, they had actually heard from the people of Jamestown how the natives could be really mean because that was the, what the Jamestown people encountered when they had started wars with the people of Jamestown or with the natives. And, and actually the, the natives, the, the first encounter with John Smith and his men where they had attacked some of his men and they, they actually killed everybody but John Smith, they had heard all these horror stories from the people of Jamestown. And so they had really negative expectations. But the first native they meet is Somerset and, and, and Somerset speaks some English and, and he tells him, Hey, I, I actually have somebody else, a friend who speaks even more English than I do. And Somerset comes back and he introduces them to chief Massasoit, introduces them to Squanto and Squanto realizes these guys need a lot of help. And Squanto lives with the pilgrims for the next two years up until Squanto dies. And actually when Squanto died, one of the things he told the pilgrims who were with him, he said, please pray for me that, that I may go to your God and, and I may be with him in his heaven mm. because he had seen the way the pilgrims lived, And he was so impressed by them that he wanted what they had and what they had lived their life experiencing. Well, even when you get to the first Thanksgiving, it's super interesting because the first winter of the pilgrims, half of the pilgrims died the first winter. So you come to the first Thanksgiving and it's worth asking the question, like, what were they thanking God for that first Thanksgiving? Because <laughs> yeah. like half of like, like your family, your siblings, your parents, half of your people died. What they were thanking God for was that along the way, when they were in their most desperate hour of need, God had brought them provision in the manner of Squanto. Squanto taught them how to fish, how to hunt, how to plant and grow crops. And so that fall, when they're having this Thanksgiving, they actually had crops that they thought we might actually survive and make it this winter. Whereas like last winter, right? They, they were starving to death. They said this winter, we might make it. We should thank God that God has helped bring us provision and God has brought us friends and allies and, and look what we've done. And so that first Thanksgiving, there were 53 remaining pilgrims. There were about 22 males. The rest were women and children. And they were joined. Chief Massasoit brought 90 Indian braves. And for three days, the pilgrims feasted with the Indians and, and they actually did athletic competitions. They had races and, and they had wrestling competitions. They had shooting competitions. But for three days, they feasted and celebrated. They fellowshiped together. And also what's worth noting is that the Indians brought much of the food they feasted on for those three days. Hmm. So one of the things, it's crazy today that we hear, well, instead of Thanksgiving, there's actually cities who are saying instead of Thanksgiving, we should have a, a national day of mourning because of how evil the pilgrims were. And this is a crazy thought. And yet, because we don't know history, people are embracing this. Cities, yeah. literally cities are saying we're rejecting Thanksgiving. We won't do Thanksgiving parades. We're going to have a day of mourning instead. You only can, can come to that conclusion if you don't know any history at all about the pilgrims. Because, right, if the pilgrims had actually mistreated the Indians, that first Thanksgiving would have gone very differently. Right. There were only 22 male pilgrims. There were 90 Indian braves. 
The Indians at any moment could have killed and defeated, taken all the pilgrims' possessions, taken the land back. But the pilgrims actually had the longest lasting peace treaty between any Western European settlers, any Anglos, and any natives in American history. It lasted more than 50 years. And the reason was when the pilgrims arrived, they, they, they knew the king had said, you can go live in this new land. But when they get there, they meet these Indians and, and they tell the natives, hey, we want to build a place. They actually negotiate with the natives for the purchase and possession of the land where they built their colonies. In fact, in the history of the pilgrims, one of the things that they acknowledged is that for the next 50 years, they never built on on a single piece of land that they did not legally purchase from the Indians at a price agreed upon by the Indians. Now, this is different than the people of Jamestown, but this is the legacy of Plymouth that today is largely forgotten. And this is where these two colonies are so different. I would argue America was as a whole, as a nation, our nation was much more shaped by the legacy of Plymouth, by, by the heritage of the pilgrims than we were by Jamestown, which also then makes it ironic that we're teaching students in school the history of our nation as if Jamestown was the largest influence on our nation. When Jamestown wasn't the largest influence, Plymouth was a much more significant influence on America than Jamestown was. If you back up to when Jamestown is a colony, one of the things that happens early on in Jamestown days, uh, there's other explorers who are selling up and down the coast. And actually, this is one of the reasons um, that there were there were often bad relationships between the the people of Jamestown and the natives. At times, there were certain tribes they got along with. But generally speaking, they didn't always have the most godly behavior. And so obviously, when you're treating people in an ungodly manner, it doesn't encourage them to be your good friend. So one of the things that happened is is there was a, a Captain Thomas Hunt who uh, was on a, a ex- exploring expedition and he got off and there were a group of natives and he essentially kidnaps these natives and took them over to England to sell or back to Europe to sell. And, and when they got to Europe to sell, and I think there were 27 of them is, is my recollection. And actually uh, what happened is they were put on the slave trading blocks because there were some, some friars um, who saw them, right? Some, some Christian friars who saw these natives being sold. And so they went and, and some of the natives already been sold, but they went and bought every single one they could. And they bought the majority of the natives and they brought them back to live with them at their monastery. And on the monastery, they actually taught them how to speak English. They took care of them. They fed them. And that's where Squanto was for several years in 1619. And, and there's a lot of providence to this story because Squanto's tribe was actually uh, the ones that lived the area where the pilgrims uh, their ship landed and where they set up their first colony. So Squanto's tribe, that's actually part of where his tribe used to live. That was part of their land, their possession. So Squanto is over in England and, and, and 1619 finds a ship that's selling back to Jamestown. So he gets back to Jamestown and works his way back up to where his people were. When he gets back, he founds out that a disease had come and spread and, and it had killed every single member of his tribe. He was the only one who survived. Now, again, there's a lot of God's providence in this story that God would preserve this one individual and in the midst of a terrible situation, right? Squanto going into slavery. I mean, this is really like kind of the story of Joseph in the Bible, right? Like him going into slavery is not a good moment, but in slavery, God rescues him. God protects him. God gives him favor. And he learns English in 1619. He's on a ship. He's coming back to the the new world. He lands in the new world, goes home and realizes everyone, his entire family, that his wife, everyone's gone. They, they all died of this disease. They didn't understand disease like we understand disease today. And in fact, nobody back then really understood it the way we do it today, but certainly the natives didn't. 
And so what they thought was there was an evil spirit on that area. And so the natives said, then, then we're not going to live here. We're going to leave that land alone, which, again, is providential because the pilgrims land on an area that the natives have determined to be kind of unclean because of this disease. So the natives are like, we don't want this land. So the pilgrims land there. And when they finally encounter the natives and they say, hey, we want this land, the natives are very willing to sell them the land because, like, we don't want to live here. There's, you know, something bad here. And the pilgrims are like, yeah, we're good. We, you know, we're not worried about that. But Squanto then is the most providential guy that he goes back that the, the pilgrim ship just happens to land in the area, like just happens, right? This is providence just happens, quotation marks. The pilgrim ship lands in the exact area where Squanto's people have been. Squanto comes back, this guy who's been over in England. So nobody in the new world, no native knew the pilgrim's customs better than Squanto. He's the one guy who can help merge the old world and the new world together and help the pilgrims learn how to survive. Mm-hmm. It's an incredible, amazing providential yeah. moment in, in the history of this nation. And it's one of the areas, again, where when, when we look at history from our organization, because we know there is a God, when we study history, we are very cognizant of God moments like this, where, man, look what God just did in this moment. Look how God used this person. History becomes much more fascinating when you keep God part of the story. One of the challenges with modern history is, right, for most of us growing up in history, it was really like dates and dead people. Yeah. There, there, there were no stories involved. Such a great point, is it not? Such a great point. Uh, They don't tell any of those stories. And those stories are what makes it so fascinating and would give somebody a whole different perspective on uh, this new world. So I loved his uh, talking about um, Plymouth because you don't see any TV shows about Plymouth. You're not going to see a whole lot about Plymouth. It's all focused on Jamestown. And uh, and he says, you know, what a shame that is uh, over and over again because we're missing the whole part of the story that made this country truly made this country so when we come back we'll finish up on on his last notes on this but it's so fascinating to hear the division i've never heard somebody talk about the division uh quite like he has yeah that's pretty good and i think do you recognize those moments like he said when they all sat down at that first feast what were they thankful for because they just been through the biggest devastation lost so many people but then they said we have to find the we have to give thanks for Mm. being here right what I found interesting was that they, uh, you know, we're being taught today that we stole America. Oh, yeah. But yeah. they bought it. No, I know. <laughs> I know. And I guess everyone else that battles for land, yeah. you know, um, shouldn't have had their land either, right? Because they, they make us out to be the guys that, that went to battle. Well, we won it through battle. We won it through paying for it. I mean, that's that's how it's done is in battle i every single civilization known to man I and mean, that doesn't make it right but it doesn't mean we did it today <laughs> i know uh, it's just how it was done yeah. how they took over territories be right back keith daly show Hello, my name is Kevin Mangold. I'm the director over preferred customer service and health coach scheduling at Balance of Nature. My department is hiring for phone agents and for live chat agents. Working in scheduling and customer service is satisfying and rewarding because we help so many people see success every day. I'm looking for people that want to make a difference in people's lives. If you enjoy helping people achieve success, come join our team. Go to balanceofnature.com careers to apply for customer service phone agent or customer care live chat support today. Hi, my name is Rodney, and I am the director of new sales at Balance of Nature. My department is hiring new sales agents and online chat agents. 
Working in the new sales department is fast-paced and rewarding because of our competitive camaraderie and the fact that we are the first people our customers meet. I'm looking for hard-working, dedicated people to come join my team. Go to balanceofnature.com careers to apply for the new sales phone agent or new sales chat agent positions today. NMLS 1817019. Want the lowest mortgage rate? Don't go to a bank or credit union. LendRight Mortgage's rates are often at least a quarter percent lower than other lenders. Listen to these Google reviews from very happy clients. Mary, I did my due diligence and compared three other companies, and none of them could compete with the rates offered by LendRight Mortgage. David, LendRight had the best rate we could find, and we shopped pretty heavily. Megan, they got me a great interest rate, much lower than competitors. Landon, from start to finish, they were great. Other companies couldn't touch their rates. Ron, on top of the superior service, I also got a 1.75% rate. Wow. This is why we confidently offer a $1,000 lowest rate guarantee. Rates in the ones will soon be gone. Call 801-APPROVE or visit LendRightMortgage.com. State Bank of Southern Utah is celebrating 64 years of building Southern Utah. To thank the community for helping us grow to over $2 billion in assets, we're throwing an online party. You could win prizes like Lower Bowl Utah Jazz tickets for $2 and $200 cash, a Zion Cliff Rose Lodge stay and two visits to the Five Petal Spa, two-night stay at the Fish Lake Bowery Lodge with a one-day pontoon rental, snowmobile tour for two by Thunder Mountain at Brian Head, golfing for four with carts at Green Springs and Sky Mountain Golf, Eureka Casino one-night stay for two, two Econ tickets and two dinners, two tickets to a Shakespearean play or $500 cash. Enter to win at sbsu.com. When it's time to buy, build, expand, or refinance, thanks for choosing to keep your money local, helping us build Southern Utah. State Bank of Southern Utah, where local decisions produce better results. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Come to the Subaru Share the Love event at Finley Subaru. During the month of November, Finley Subaru will donate $300 for every new car sold to the charity of your choice, including Meals on Wheels, ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, the National Park Foundation, or our local Southwest Wildlife Foundation. Subaru has donated over $225 million to those in need. Come get a great deal on your new Subaru now and make a difference during the Subaru Share the Love event on the saving side of the freeway because we believe in you. FinleySubaru.com. Lionsgate Recovery Center is a proud sponsor of the Kate Daly Show. Lionsgate Recovery believes in a recovery approach that is holistic and comprehensive. At Lionsgate Recovery Center, we are people in recovery, helping people find recovery. Best of Southern Utah winner Prolong Medical says, Ladies, did you know that one in three women experience bladder weakness and that bladder incontinence is three times more common than seasonal allergies? There is only one root cause to this embarrassing medical issue, a weakened pelvic floor caused from pregnancy, changes in hormones, menopause, and stress. Urinary incontinence doesn't have to control you and your life. This embarrassing medical issue affects both women and men and has uncomfortable and Frustrating symptoms. Besides the cost of urinary incontinence products, can downright be expensive. At Prolong Medical Center, we have a solution that treats incontinence in women and men, where you can literally sit back on a custom designed chair and experience a breakthrough treatment for incontinence without even removing your clothing. Don't let this medical issue control your life. Take back your health and your dignity. Schedule a free consultation today at Prolong Medical. We can make a difference in your life. Call 435 375 5000 or Prolong Medical. 
Medical.com. Best of Southern Utah winner. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Kate Daly show and uh, happy you're listening in because we're we're uh, we're playing uh, Tim uh, Barton from Wall Builders his explanation of the first Thanksgiving because it gives you a totally different perspective on Thanksgiving and I absolutely love that he does that um, and so uh, we'll we'll play the rest of this but I also wanted to mention Balance of Nature get over to Balance of Nature and just buy their product because I'm telling you it, you'll feel it you'll feel it and right now we need immunity. We need health more than ever. I do feel like things are coming down the pike and uh, I think this is a great time to shore that up. And I don't know of a better product than that. It's a whole food product. And so um, it just, it's just amazing. 31 fruits and vegetables in every serving. I mean, where else are you going to find that? Uh, and it's such a low cost, too. In fact, you can even save 35% and get free shipping. So a whole third slashed off. Um, and you can order it using my name, Kate. So go to balanceofnature.com and put in the code Kate. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Um, I don't know anyone that doesn't. I absolutely love this product. I do, too. You do, too? Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, it's good. It is really good. Um, balanceofnature.com. So let me play the rest of this because I thought this was uh, so fascinating and uh, I, I thought he, he told it in a way that uh, I haven't heard before. So I really like this. Um, but this is him telling the rest of the Thanksgiving story. He was just talking about the difference between Plymouth and Jamestown. And boy, was there quite a difference on what the people were like and how they conducted business. Uh, but we did buy the land, didn't we? And, yeah. <laughs> and here's the other deal, too. Tell me a nation um, over in Europe that wasn't won by war, that wasn't consistently warring and taking over the territory that they then had won because of a battle. Yet you do it here, and all of a sudden now you're the big bad guy in the room. Do you remember the last time Europeans were told to go shame themselves for for taking over territory? I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. I do remember Mm -hmm. the last time. Right. Yeah. Never. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> See what I mean? And so for and for some reason in America, we tell two lies. One, that we raped and pillaged the Indians and they were just walking around innocent. They, by the way, they were doing things for for centuries that would make, you know, the hair stand up on the back of your neck. But, you know, nobody ever talks about that. It, it is kind of amazing how history, for some reason, when it comes to America, can just they, they just can't tell the right story. They can't tell the truth. Uh, so here's the rest of this. Uh, listen up. This is uh, Tim Barton. Or Caleb or David or Paul or Elijah. Or like you pick these heroes from the Bible. Why we're fascinated with their story because it tells us their story. But their story includes the God moments in their story. And, and the story of history is it's an inaccurate story if you if you exclude God. But it's always a much more fascinating story when you recognize the God moments. 100%. And this is certainly one of those things that when you study the history of 
especially of the pilgrims, it's very easy to see the God moments when God showed up and helped them and providentially moved on their behalf or brought them friends and allies along the way. It's, it's one of these overlooked parts of American history that is really one of the most significant foundations to the nation that America became. Yeah. Look at the legacy of Plymouth, and, and, and first of all, there's incredible unity that we should be able to celebrate, that, that God was able to bring people together, and, and God helped them together to benefit each other in a lot of regards. But it's also worth noting, one of the legacies of Plymouth is when you look at even from Plymouth, there were other settlements and colonies that went out, like Roger Williams went to Rhode Island, uh, Thomas Hooker went to Connecticut. You had different people going to different colonies, but what's interesting is, because the people from Plymouth were people of the book, they were people who studied and knew the Word of God, they understood that the single issue covered the most arguably in the Ten Commandments is the issue of private property because you're not supposed to steal. Don't even covet what somebody else is. Everybody who left Plymouth and went and started their own colonies, they actually purchased those that land where they built their colony from the local tribes where they were. In fact, it gets fascinating when you get to a guy like William Penn. William Penn's father was the Admiral William Penn, who had won many victories for the king over in England, and the king kind of owed him a commission for these victories. And the king said, hey, what if I just kind of give you this new land and I'll name it in your honor. We'll call it Pennsylvania. Well, William Penn was a, the, the son was a Quaker. And so there was a lot of uh, frustration between him and the king. He was in prison many times because back then you were only allowed to attend the Anglican church. And William Penn is a Quaker. They kept having Quaker meetings and that was illegal. So he was thrown in prison. So his father finally kind of negotiates with the king and says, Hey, how about we do everybody a favor? You let my son out of jail. We'll send him over to my property in the new world. That way I'm happy because my son's not in jail. You're happy because he's not here. It's a win-win. And so this is kind of what happens to get William Penn and, and actually many of the Quakers coming to Pennsylvania. What's interesting is when, when William Penn gets to Pennsylvania and, and they begin building their colony, their settlement, they actually, William Penn bought that land from three different tribes. Because when they're building it, the first tribe comes up and, and they say, what are you doing? We're building here. Well, this is our land. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Can I buy this land from you? Buys it from the first tribe. A second tribe comes and says virtually the same thing. And then a third tribe comes and says virtually the same thing. William Penn bought that land from three different tribes because those three tribes had all been warring tribes <laughs> and they had battled over who actually owned the land. But here's what's significant. It would have been very easy for William Penn to go, guys. The king gave this land to me. This was a gift to my father. All of this land is mine. But that wasn't the position that the people from Plymouth took. Now, that was something people from Jamestown. That was more of the mantra of Jamestown. But this, again, is where we'd point back and say this was a tale of two cities in early America. Yeah. Jamestown and Plymouth had a very different impact, a very different legacy. And again, the legacy of Plymouth was far more impactful to shaping the foundation of this nation than was the legacy of Jamestown. It's just that we don't largely hear about that legacy today, but it's, it's definitely there. It's easily discoverable if we just went back and started studying and reading. And again, this is where we would encourage original documents because when you study original documents, it's a lot easier to get past some of maybe the, the persuasion or the political agenda that maybe current professors might have in their writing. Generally speaking, we're going to have a feast and actually leftovers. They're amazing. I'm a fan. But food, fellowship, and sports, that was all part of the first Thanksgiving. Where we largely get it wrong is the time they took really thinking and acknowledging what God had done in their life. And yeah. also keep in mind, these were people whose lives had been devastated, but they recognized the only reason they were still here at all was because of what God had done. They were able to look 
and, and see the good that God had done for them along the way in spite of their hardship. And this is something that I think as Americans, you know, so often we, we don't recognize the blessings of God as much as we should, where we know the story where Jesus healed the 10 lepers and, and it says, all right, go present yourself before the priest. And only one comes back and he says, didn't I heal 10 of you? Yeah. Where are the other nine? We're not always very good as, as Christians in general, but certainly not in America at remembering to thank God for what God has done. And so one of the traditions we do in our family, and, and we have extended family, we get together, so all the aunts and uncles and cousins, and we get together and, and, and we'll have a, a big meal together. Before we eat the meal, we take time, we go around the entire room and everybody says, what are you thankful to God for what he did for this year. And we, we, we named some things that we recognize that God did for us. And I think where we've lost some perspective, what the pilgrims used to do, the day of Thanksgiving was really a day of Thanksgiving. And only after they had taken time to give thanks and acknowledge God and be grateful to God, then they spent time in the food and the fellowship and the sports. And I think the thing that probably we need to recapture the most is remembering that the, the first Thanksgiving wasn't thanking God for abundance. They didn't have abundance. Yeah. Now, certainly if you have abundance, you should thank God for abundance. That's awesome. But they, they had enough. They said, I don't think we're going to starve this winter. That's a crazy thought that they weren't thanking God that their cup was running over. They were thanking God they had something in their cup yeah. because they had a chance to make it. And they knew without God, they wouldn't even had something in their cup. And had God not brought friends and allies along the way, it's, it's a different perspective that I think as Americans, sometimes we get very spoiled and we get very used to being very spoiled with the blessings and abundance we have in America. And I know that's not everybody. There's probably people listening right now who are thinking, man, that's not, that's not my life. I'm not living in abundance right now. We can still find things to thank God for, even if our cup is not running over, so to speak. We can still recognize that God has been moving in our life. God has been working on our behalf. God has not abandoned or forsaken us. There's a lot of promises of the scripture we can still cling to. And I think we ought to do a better job at being grateful and thankful to God for who he is, for what he's done for us over this past year. There you go. Tim Amen. Barton. Yeah, Tim Barton, uh, wall builders. Uh, terrific, uh, terrific ending there too. Yeah. To talk about the thing that, look, it is kind of interesting that we do this whole, we want mourning on Thanksgiving Day after what happened? We united two nations together peaceably. <laughs> And they cannot recognize that no. for the life of them. Um, but uh, but they want to make it that a day of mourning, right? And then also uh, the fact that he mentioned uh, how thankful are we. And it's having something in the cup. Sometimes we just think that it always has to be that our we have all this abundance. And that's what you're supposed to be grateful for. No, you're supposed to be grateful for your trials even. Aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. But the worst thing is, is that we've turned our back on God. Mm-hmm. You know, I, how do you not give thanks? Right. I, right. I, I don't well, understand there was an that. article in a, in a local, in a statewide paper, and it said, you know, is, is Thanksgiving a religious holiday? And, and their answer in the headline was no, but you can make it one. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I don't know anything more religious than, than a holiday about thanking him. I don't, why can't, why don't people see that? It's just not about the turkey. I, it's always amazed me. You know, even even good people fail mm -hmm. at this, though, because the first thing when somebody's facing adversity, the first mm -hmm. thing they think of is God help me. Right, right, right. But they, right. but when it works out in their favor, the, the first thing they think of is not thank God. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It's all the blame. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yes, good afternoon. Uh, 
Tim is selling uh, St. George, uh, St. George, excuse me, Jamestown short. I uh, spent two uh, visits to Jamestown. I spent a whole day studying the history there, and uh, I'm not surprised that he did that. His father is a loyal opposition. He worked for the same people Biden did that started Wall uh, Dillers, uh, Dave uh, Barton. But, uh, you know, I'll just say this thing first before so I can follow up on I've that. I've got to hurry, but uh, go ahead. You know, he smeared uh, Ron Paul terribly all across the country. He'd get on the talk radio shows. I heard him for one His hour dad? saying, not two or three hours, tw- uh, uh, lies, mm-hmm. 20 lies about uh, Ron Paul when he was really winning uh, debates after debates mm-hmm. in uh, 19, uh, 20, uh, excuse me, in, uh, in 2008. But back to uh, His Tim, father. Uh-huh. Uh, regarding uh, Jamestown, uh, they were the first ones that created ca- uh, capitalism. It was, sure, they uh, there was much, uh, vast majority of what he said mm-hmm. was true. There was a little cannibalism, uh, but mm-hmm. it was not, uh, very little. But in 2014, they're the first ones that created private property rights. It wasn't mm-hmm. up in Plymouth, and, mm-hmm. and that influence affected the rest of uh, uh, the, uh, America. And their legacy is just as strong or stronger than uh, Plymouth Rock. You should, uh, Jamestown, or Virginia was one of the biggest, most popular mm-hmm. uh, uh, colonies at mm-hmm. the time of our founding the country. By far the two biggest were Massachusetts and uh, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And you should see how they, it all started in Jamestown. So th- they were the first ones to practice capitalism. It wasn't Plymouth Rock. Oh, well, I didn't. I don't know that he said that. Thank you. Um, I think he said that they were more a godly people. They were, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, there was a couple more things I wanted to add to what he said. But uh, there, there's, there's, a, there's, there's two different cities, okay, doing two different things, kind of with a different mindset. And that's what he was talking about. It was a different mindset. This group of people in Jamestown resorted to things that the people in Plymouth didn't. He was trying to point that out. So I think that was fair to point out. He's not saying everything they did was wrong. He said no. it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. So you tell the whole story, right? That's so exactly what, that's he, what said. he kept saying. And it's and it's true that you mm-hmm. need to tell the good, the bad, yeah. and the ugly. Mm-hmm. If you don't, then, then you don't have the whole story. You can't make a proper Right. Judgment about right. what you're hearing. Right. And, you know, our kids are kind of taught to lump it all together into yeah. one. Do you know what I mean? And uh, when they're when they're doing their little Thanksgiving skit and everything else, it's kind of lumping it all in. And so our kids aren't really taught about uh, some of the differences, too. Our children are being taught to work backwards. Mm-hmm. Here's where we are today. So this is why it happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. then they change history. Right. Right. To get to where they want to be. Which is so unfortunate. So backwards. Yeah. You've got to start historically and work forward. Right. So um, I, I'm i glad, at, at least of the telling of that story, because I think that that is completely lost in our history books. You're not going to read any of that in our history books, nor are you going to read those, um, those, those moments of providence, those great moments where you know that uh, he stepped in to help because there's no way those things could have come out the way they did squanto and everything else i mean there's just no way all of that could have worked um unless there was a hand behind that one of the important truths that he talked about is mm-hmm. still exists today mm-hmm. if you give people too much mm-hmm. they become lazy yep. shiftless people 
who depend on you to support them. That's true. It happens and it even with our kids. It still happens today. <laughs> it happens with our children. What are you talking about? We get we get we get something in front of us that teaches us that lesson all the time. Uh, but yeah, you're right. So um, I uh, I appreciated him uh, telling that, and uh, and hopefully these are these are the kinds of things. If you get into some sort of discussion with family members about this. Uh, you'll know a little bit more about what happened. There you go. We'll be right back. We'll take your calls, and uh, you can actually weigh in on this, too, in the next hour. You're more than welcome. We'll be right back. Kate Daly Show. Thanks for listening to the Kate Daly Show. All of- what color is it now, Norman? Well, I think we're moving into the earth tone. <laughs> Look, uh, I'm sorry, guys. A little pop thing won't pop out. There's something wrong with it. I... Something wrong with you? No, no, it's a little pop thing. Hey, could somebody please explain to me where the little pop thing is on the turkey? I mean, because maybe it's different in the city, but in the country where I come from, turkeys aren't born with little pop. <laughs> It's called a thermometer. Now, can we all please say thermometer? Still makes me laugh. Good old cheers. Love it. Cheers, the TV show. Welcome back to this hour of the show. Of course, you can chime in. You were just wondering, weren't you? Um, 888 673 1450. 888 673 1450. What a week. I hope everyone's going to have a fun Thanksgiving. Are you planning a fun Thanksgiving? No. You're just totally I'm, against the I'm idea. I'm planning a very thankful <laughs> Thanksgiving. Well, that's good. No, yeah. I am. No, I mean, I have a lot to be thankful you get for. points. <laughs> well, I have too. I mean, I, 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 I would hope that we would have a grateful Thanksgiving. I mean, I, I hope people remember what this is all about. It's not just about the turkey. Well, I, I actually have to thank God because... My doctors have actually made this statement that my recovery in the mm-hmm. last few months, there's no medical explanation for it. Mm. Miracle. Yeah. Good. Excellent. We're glad to have you here with us. Um, well, I, if you want to weigh in on the last hour, we just we just played Tim Barton, uh, Wall Builders, his... Um, you know, the truth about Thanksgiving story. And I hope you enjoyed that uh, because also that came from um, uh, an, an interview that he did from Indie Thinker. So I just want to make sure I uh, give that credit where it's due. But there's some, I know there's a lot of headlines right now. We probably should cover a couple of them because uh, isn't there always a ton of headlines? Um, mm-hmm. So I wanted to mention just a couple of things. Number one, Australia and their quarantine camps for COVID positive people. Isn't that interesting? They. <laughs> it, it makes me utterly physically ill because we're looking at this country and thinking, how did this happen there? What are they going to do? Yeah. And we could be next. I just can't even imagine it. So this is going on in Australia's Northern Territory. Mm -hmm. It's a state Mm -hmm. of Australia. Mm -hmm. And the announcement was made by a chief, chief minister, Michael Gunner on November 20th. And he said, we did some testing 
3,005 PCR tests in the state resulted in nine positive out of results. 3,000? Out of that, out of 3,005. That's 0.29 percent. <laughs> 0.29%. Based on that, they're setting up quarantine camps. Where you and get... if you test positive, you're going there. Yeah. And you don't get a say and you're you're basically locked in a room. You get an hour of exercise. And uh, you're they, treated like a prisoner. And they grill you for contact information so they can hunt down people for that nine, you expose. Nine positives. And who knows if they're actual positives. Yeah, it's a false positive test. Yeah. So that's what's going on there. <sighs> Isn't the Northern Territory kind of the more vast area? Isn't that the bigger, like, more vast area? I'm not positive, I, but I don't think, I think it's the so. most. I think the Western the Australia yeah. is the vast I one. I mean, don't they already social distance? If that's even a thing, it does nothing, by the way. Um, but, it, I mean, my gosh, they're already living far apart from each other. Good heavens, a quarantine No, they're, they, it's so obvious that the government of Australia is all in on oh, this dict- dictatorial. Yeah. Uh, but it's by state. The whole country hasn't gone one way. Right. It's all broken down by state there. Mm. So each state is quite different. Jeez. Scary, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but King Fraud a lot, Brandon, announced that he'd, re- he'd release how many barrels of yeah, gas? 50 million barrels. To help with our holiday driving because, you know, he cares. Um, so what does that equate to? He's getting uh, it out of the reserve, by the way. Yeah. He says it's going to uh-huh. reduce the price 25 cents at the pump. Uh-huh. But we burn 337 million gallons of gasoline a day uh-huh. in the United States. Right. How many gallons do you get out of 50 million barrels of oil? How many gallons of gasoline? I don't know the answer to that. Uh-huh. But it, even let's say you got 30 Right. It's still only a one or two day supply of gasoline. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to supply us for the next year. Oh, his press conference was cringy. It was cringy because he was also squinting at the camera and he looked like he had a hard time forming words and kept wiping his face off. But it was cringy because everything he said, it was he was living in this weird reality, weird reality where everything he was doing is great. And he's like, I know the only thing you guys are worried about is gas. I'm like, no, actually, body autonomy, liberty, the government takeover. The um, Today he asked, uh, uh, he wanted OSHA to um, reinstate their particular mandate that's not really a mandate. It's not based on anything, not even a U.S. code, nothing, nothing, just smoke and mirrors. And wants that to be going out as if as if he did it in a king's edict in an EO. It, it, it wasn't in there for that for that purpose that OSHA says it is. Anyway, it's all a big lie. And so he's going back in to get that done. And he thinks that we think our biggest problem is gas. OK, so so. <laughs> Fifty million barrels of of oil mm-hmm. are two and a half days supply in the United States. Yeah, they, we burn nineteen, almost twenty gal a million barrels of oil a day mm-hmm. in the United States. It's not all gasoline either. Oh, 
This guy's so, such a turd. It's ridiculous. He's a turd sandwich. <laughs> it's just, it's he's just he's a repellent. I, I don't. I, it's so interesting to watch how they keep saying Biden Harris administration. They never they never say that. It, but in this one, it is the fraudulent Biden Harris. Uh, Union. Ugh, I just had a visual of that, and it just oh struck but me. It just shows how mm-hmm. stupid they think the American people are, though. And they do. It, they make it, oh, 50 million barrels. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a lot. It's two and a half days <laughs> supply. <laughs> it's really nothing. It's um, spitting in the ocean. I know, I know. What do you do? So, And we're also told not to venture over to Germany or Denmark uh, because they're... Because even if you're vaccinated, you can still get it. Even if you're fully vaccinated, you can still get it. Meaning your vaccination, they keep calling it a vaccination. Your shot in this experimental shot trial doesn't work. Um, so they, they actually came out. The State Department actually said that. And uh, surprise, surprise, um, you're not supposed to go to Germany or Denmark. They're advising against it. I don't know if anyone ever listens to the State Department. I have the State Department on tape laughing at us, mocking the average mm-hmm. American. Um, it's quite a clip. But I just, as we're watching all of this go down around the globe, um, it's tough. And I know that it's going to be really hard at the Thanksgiving table not to talk about politics. Oh, boy. Isn't it, though? It is going I don't know to how be. people are going to avoid it. It's in everything we do now. It's in everything. You can't escape it anymore. I swear it's going to be the way you cook your turkey is your political alignment. We're we're, we're going we're going to uh, my son's mother in laws mm-hmm. yep. for Thanksgiving dinner, and th- they're extremely liberal. Mm-hmm. So well, I have to have. Jared said I have to put duct tape over my mouth before. <laughs> I'd love to see you at a dinner. <laughs> a dinner party with the woke left. <laughs> I want, you have to record. You have to record you muzzled or not saying anything except where's that gravy or <laughs> can you pass the turkey platter? That's all I want to hear from yeah, you. Yeah. Isn't it funny that we're at a state now in our family families that the vaccination thing has done a huge dividing line covid huge dividing line everything is political and it really does come down to that though that's what's so sad about it it's really on party lines how you feel about it and i'm not kidding i've been warned to not talk about (laughs) disease or politics (laughs) or don't come i want to see this i actually (laughs) really want to see this (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I could actually avoid all of it. I'll try. It's just, it's so hard because there's so much truth that I want people to know. And it's really tough. You know, it's hard because there's so many lies being told right now. And, 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 uh, they're just bypassing all truth in the media as far as not reporting any numbers of of things going on. So it is a real tough one. Well, the barrels of oil is a perfect (laughs) example of that. They, they say it as if it's a Mm -hmm. big deal. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Yep, um, that's about the size of it. I don't know how. I don't know how you guys are going to get through Thanksgiving or what you're going to do. But this year, out of I think even more than last year, is because last year. I mean, this year has brought a whole different fight within the families and a whole different way of looking at things and perspectives of things. And it's funny because you're either on one side or the other. I don't see too many people in between. 
all of my life it's been one side or the other, mm-hmm. Kate. Yeah. But this last couple of years it's mm-hmm. turned hateful. Yeah. It's not just one side or the other. I used to debate people all the time at Thanksgiving, Christmas, mm-hmm. doesn't matter, at their birthday party. Yeah, I'm not shocked to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh-huh. always a, just yeah. a friendly right. debate. Right. Yeah. Now it gets hateful. Like you walk away going, oh, they feel that yeah. way, I feel this way, but at right. least we could talk about it. But yeah. it's hate. I mean, yeah. I don't it's get hateful hate. towards them. I mm-hmm. feel pity for them. Right. But they get hateful towards me. Hmm. That's... Well. I think that's on them. And and see, it just goes to show you that if uh, it, it, the way that the argument will always go so emotional is because people aren't very strong in their stance. Right. So they listen to sound bites, media bites. They take that and then they, they bring that as fact, but that they don't have the background behind it. So when you start to ask questions, it's really difficult because then it just goes right into emotion. I mean, that's right. how it's. Because they know they don't know the answer. Right. Right. And so right now, I, I would say this is a it's a it's a time of of huge division. And, and I'm I'm sad about that. It really does. It makes me sad because if anything, we need families more than ever to come together and not be divided in this way. But I know that there are people out there saying you can't come to Thanksgiving unless you get the shot. I mean, can you even imagine? But it's all intentional. Yeah. A house divided. Yeah. Um, so we have to be able to get past that and and and. I don't know, remedy that somehow. I don't know how, but uh, but I think you can do it with truth. You know, whenever they say we need peace on earth, I'm the person that says, no, we don't. We don't need peace on earth. We need truth on earth. If we had truth on earth, you'd have peace on earth. Yes, you would. We just need truth. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction and sick of the pills? Well, we have a major medical breakthrough. The WAVE technology at Wasatch Medical Clinic was tested by Cambridge University and the Cleveland Clinic, and the results are in. It's proven to increase blood flow by repairing blood vessels. No pills and no side effects. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED by treating the root cause, call us now. And not only will the assessment and blood flow ultrasound be free, we'll also include something unique that produces powerful results in the bedroom. I don't think I've ever seen it fail. This is a $600 value, free to those that call in the next two minutes. 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and get your love life back. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic now to qualify. 435-922-7000. Hey guys, Josh here at Red Rock Auto Sales. While everyone is out running around trying to find trucks to sell, Red Rock Auto Sales has the biggest selection of pre-inspected trucks ready to go for you. As a matter of fact, Red Rock Auto Sales just reduced pricing on most of our inventory. That's right, while most guys are raising their truck prices, we're lowering ours. Come down to Red Rock Auto Sales and check out the largest selection of used diesel trucks in St. George. We also have the largest selection of lifted trucks in St. George. Don't buy a truck until you stop by Red Rock Auto Sales and see what we have to offer. 
Today, I want to share with you what my days have looked like from the beginning of the COVID scare. I visit with person after person, couple after couple, eight to 10 hours straight, virtually every day, Monday through Saturday. Why are they coming to the Gold Ore store in almost unmanageable numbers? Because in their words, quote, I have got to get my money out of the bank. I'm afraid that if I don't do something now, I'm going to lose everything I have worked a lifetime for. They are concerned and feeling fear and anxiety about the once powerful and almighty U.S. dollar. They are coming to the Gold Ore store for a sense of solace and peace, knowing that they will be listened to, respected, and assisted in a way that works for any budget in acquiring the finest silver and gold products produced in the world today. Listen to your heart, folks. Gold Ore store has solutions in a world of financial chaos. 435-703-9119. That's 435-703-9119. Voted best gold store two years in a row for a reason. Come see for yourself. Gold Ore store. Disaster can take many forms, prolonged power outage, flood or fire, or even when Aunt Julie shows up with those screaming twins. Kids, calm down. We'll eat in a minute. Luckily, you stocked up on plenty of food storage at Your Family Still Matters, including delicious Mountain House freeze-dried dinner that take only 10 minutes to prepare. Mmm, this stroganoff is so delicious. Disasters can happen anytime and anywhere. Be prepared with the help from the experts at Your Family Still Matters. You must give me your recipe. Hi, this is Kate Daly, and I love my sponsors. Boulevard Mattress, located at Boulevard Home on Mall Drive, where you can get an incredible mattress at a low, low price. And St. George Ink and Toner, now at their new location, 237 North Bluff, Southern Utah's number one place to purchase all your home and business printing supplies. St. George Ink and Toner. Imagine Family Dentistry invites you to make an appointment with Dr. Holman and have an experience at the dentist that you've only imagined. Imagine being in charge of your dental experience and imagine not worrying about dental insurance billing. The year is winding down and the average U.S. family loses $2,000 a year in dental benefits. Imagine Family Dentistry would like to remind you to use your dental benefits before the end of the year. Imagine saving money every dental visit, even if you don't have dental insurance. Dr. Holman at Imagine Family Dentistry is the dentist that can take care of your dental needs with a commitment to your comfort. Dr. Holman will tell you what you need. You tell him what you want. No gimmicks, just straightforward communication. Imagine a dentist's office where there's no pressure. Imagine the difference. That's what you get with Dr. Brett Holman at Imagine Family Dentistry. To make an appointment, call 435-656-1111. Imagine more at Imagine Family Dentistry. are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Cape Daly Show.
rendition I could find anyway <laughs> oh man these songs make me laugh um yeah uh welcome back Kate Daly show here and uh make sure you get to the my homepage at the very bottom there's a couple of uh, things that you should probably get number one is uh, go to preparewithkate.com you'll see a link there and uh, you can get uh, preparedness items for a year or a weekend or whatever the case may be but you can also have a payment plan with those and it makes it so affordable I really encourage you uh, to expand your food storage or start one if you haven't and then also make sure you go get clean storage Start. Clean Start is that hand sanitizer I keep telling you guys about. It's you can grab it for forty five bucks. It's a whole system and it makes a lot of bottles. It's amazing. It makes a bottles enough worth about two hundred and fifty dollars worth of bottles of of sanitizer. It's concentrated. You can keep it in your uh, food storage. And what's great about it is it doesn't have any alcohol or um, stickiness to it, and it's like a moisturizer which is nice, right? And then at the same time, it's wound care. So you can put it on a wound. And when when stuff hits the fan or an earthquake or whatever the case may be, um, the small wounds are what becomes the problem. And so you need a product like this. And I'm, I'm going to doubt you have something like this in your food storage because I had never seen a product like this. Um, but it doubles as wound care and it makes a lot of bottles and it stays concentrated uh, in your and it can store. So make sure that you get this product. Go to Clean Start on the bottom of my homepage. Um, so, so I have to, I, I, Jeff Minnick, I love Jeff Minnick. So he writes, he writes this in September of 1620, 102 passengers set sail on the Mayflower for the new world. And by the following autumn, only 52 of these people remained alive. Yet they, along with the 90 Indians devoted three days to a Thanksgiving feast, celebrating their harvest. Nearly half of this company of pilgrims, men, women, and children, either died aboard ship or perished during their first winter in this new land. Did the survivors not grieve the loss of a child, a spouse, or a friend? Did the terrible odds they faced not daunt them or frighten them? Undoubtedly. Yet they had enough grit to throw a Thanksgiving party. He said, what is your problem out there? Are you afraid of germs? I mean, we're afraid of germs. And this is why people are limiting time with family and friends. They're afraid of a germ. George Carlin was right. (laughs) We're insane and neurotic, totally neurotic. Uh, And it's a germ that only kills a tiny, tiny, tiny percentage of people. Yes, yes. If you believe those numbers. Yeah, point zero two, And they're dying in hospital rooms on ventilators. I don't consider that a plague. My gosh. And he's right. He's like, given the widespread fear and risk aversion and everything else, do we not have enough grit to have Thanksgiving with family? I mean, this is, this is how sad this is getting. Yeah. We are the most afraid civilization. You know, even down like in Central America and South America, our fear is nothing compared to their fear. Their fear is like it just happened. Like they still don't even know that it's not this plague. It's, it's, it's truly amazing what's going on around the globe. Yeah. I'm not sure that that's what they're afraid of, though. I think, they're, I think they're just afraid of losing their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what they're really afraid of. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. And yes, I know people around the globe are not celebrating Thanksgiving. What I'm trying to say is the fear has just overtaken everybody. It's affecting holidays. It's affecting everything we do now. 
And we can't let it do that. I don't know why we are suckering into this. I mean, so completely, a majority of people, it, it is fascinating to watch people still driving around with a mask on. I still don't know what to say. I just shake my head. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. You know. Outside. <laughs> so I was at the bank today. Uh-huh. And the teller, the, every, all the tellers were wearing masks. Mm-hmm. The the managers were in their offices without masks, but the tellers were all wearing masks. And I asked, she said, she said, how, how is your day going? I said, it would be going better if you took that mask off. And she <laughs> says, well, I, ha- I have to wear it. Mm-hmm. And I says, yeah, but you're not even wearing it right. It's below your nose. Just take it off. Mm-hmm. And I said, it, 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 they can't fire you. And uh-huh. if they do, mm-hmm. you're going to win a lawsuit. Right. So <laughs> if everybody took them off, the world would be a better place. Yeah. Yeah. That cloth ain't doing much nope. either. Um, and uh, except that you're breathing in your own toxins. all Right. Bit. Um, but yeah, uh, Jeff Minnick went on to say, can we just make this a really grand feast of Thanksgiving? Can we just please live now? Are we done now with these two years? Can we can we finally live like normal, non-neurotic people? Yeah. And I have to resounding yes to that to that one. I thought he did a great job. It, it, it really does sort of make us think a little bit about what we've turned into. You can get to the point where you're a germ Nazi, where you are only thinking about germs 24-7. And I don't know anything more neurotic than that. But we're making our kids turn into these people too. Yeah. You know, every time I see a doctor or I have mm-hmm. to go to the emergency room, which has ceased finally, thank mm-hmm. thank God, mm-hmm. they always ask, when was the last time I had a tetanus shot? And I said, what's even more important is <laughs> when was the last time I ever knew anybody that got tetanus? <laughs> I don't know anybody that's ever had tetanus. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, it's like the elusive MMR. You know, yeah. no, not one soul on earth has ever had mumps, measles, and rubella at the same time. Yet they put it in a shot, and they act like we're all going to get it all at the same time. Isn't that amazing? It is. We do a lot of things that we don't think about ever. We do not think about. And, uh, oh, yes, I wanted to play this clip. I played it in a local hour, but I want to play this clip from um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. on safety and Fauci. Here you go. I want to ask you, Robert, based on your findings. Michael Cohen. I am not anti-vaccine. I'm just against untested and bad vaccines. I have nothing against vaccines. If a vaccine is properly tested and if there is a test that shows uh, people who take that vaccine four or five years later are healthier than those who didn't. I would absolutely endorse that vaccine. Show me one of the vaccines where that test has been done. What I've said for years is vaccines are exempt from safety testing. It's the only medical product that is exempt from safety testing. And none of the 72 vaccines currently mandated for our children have ever been safety tested in preclinical trials against a placebo. So nobody knows their risk profile. Nobody can say that they're causing more, that they're averting more harm than they're causing. What about what about and the a, vaccination of polio? And I mean, we've basically eradicated you know, polio. I've said this for years. So I met with Tony Fauci in 2016 because Trump made a meet with me. And I said, and I said to Tony Fauci, you know, I've said for years, none of these vaccines are tested. And you've said, I'm not telling the truth. 
Oh, now here we are together. Show me one study that's ever been done. And he said, I don't have them on me. I'll get back to you. He never got back to me. So I sued him and sued HHS and said, show me one study, one preclinical study on vaccine safety that has ever been done, a placebo-based study. And after a year and a half of litigation, they came back and said, you're right. We don't have any. And you can go look at their concession on CHD's website today. Yep. That was Robert F. Kennedy, his new book about Fauci. Uh, I'll be reading that over the weekend. And there's two things about that. Stupid Mike Cohen, Michael Cohen. I thought we eradicated polio. No, actually, polio was on the way out by the time they even brought in the shot. And actually, it gave a lot of kids polio, by the way. And it was the same scenario. So only 1%. You divide the 1% in half, half got uh, the paralytic and half uh, were dead. That was 1% of the 100%. So 99% were just fine. Just fine. Maybe, uh, I think it was uh, 10% or even 5% had a short illness. It's, It's a lot like the COVID numbers. But, of course, we eradicated polio is the line. But you know what you should be very afraid of? The vaccines with no safety testing. That's what you should be afraid of, not germs. Yeah. You know, throughout history, Uh it's always been proven that with any disease, only the weakest succumb. Mm -hmm. Our our immune systems, for most people, well over 90%, defeat these pathogens. Oh, your your body, God did a great job. <laughs> he did a great job with your immune system. And you don't need those monoclonal antibodies, too. Regeneron has a 33% uh, death rate on there. I, I don't think I'd be taking these things. Um, great, uh, great podcast with Brian Artis on that, by the way, Dr. Brian Artis. But we need to be just, I can't believe people fear germs, but they don't fear um, no safety testing with these vaccines, and they're willing to shove that in their arm. And I put up a question because I'd seen it in a group, and it was, have you experienced hair loss from being sick or the jab? I could not believe. So So just since I posted that, um, just late morning, uh, 173 comments of all kinds of people saying, yeah, we've had the weirdest hair loss. And stylists saying, Weird hair loss symptoms this year, just strange things hmm. happening that, that is kind of not accounted for. And they could say, you know, there's a medical term for it, but stress can cause uh, hair to fast track and fall out. But I just, there's a lot of people experiencing that. And I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering if all of you have, or if some of you have, I don't know, but it just seems to be more common than I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was bald at 20. You were bald at 20. You were yeah. not bald at 20. No, I was. You were. I was not as bald as I am now at 20. Right, right. But I had a bald spot on the top really? and at the 20? receding for front 20. line. Oh, my gosh. That's kind of unusual, At isn't 20, it? I knew I was uh, going to be bald. Wow. Hmm. Well, um, a lot of people. I, I could not believe the answers, and a lot of them uh, had taken the shot. There were people on there that hadn't, that, that had gotten sick and then uh, started to lose their hair right after getting sick. Hmm. Isn't that strange? It is strange. Um, very weird. But uh, A lot of strange things are happening. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, and I, I'm, I, I guess I'm shocked, not shocked. I'm shocked, not shocked every single day. Um, and then, um, of course, when we come back to, you can weigh in on uh, Thanksgiving as well. How do, you, how do you like your turkey? I'm just so curious. I like 
of all poultry is the same for me. I like the dark meat only. Uh-huh. The white meat is way too dry for me. I just can't stand it. Uh-huh. And so Baked? I go for, oh, you mean how do I like it cooked? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I like the old-fashioned roasting in the blue speckled roasting pan. Ah, oh, nice. The old yeah. blue speckled roasting yep, pan. That's what I, gotcha. I like. Deep fried? No? Nope. It nope. is good. No. It really is. I, it's really t- blue I was speckled roasting pan. Okay. That's, I, that's how a turkey's supposed to be. Cooked. I do the Tom Woods, uh, yeah. the Tom Woods recipe. Uh, you shove it full of oranges and onions, and you put an oil on the outside, a little bit of oil yeah. with uh, some spices. Yeah. The yeah. problem with that is I love stuffing, mm. and in, and if the stuffing is made outside the mm-hmm. turkey, mm-hmm. it doesn't get the turkey part of the stuffing. Really. Yeah, no, you got to have that, the moisture that gets into the stuffing from the bird cooking. All right. Well, you can sure share your tips with us when we come back. Uh, I'd love to hear about them. (laughs) I'd love to hear what you guys do. Uh, Little tricks of the trade. I mean, my gosh, it's all about, you know, it's gratitude and the food. It's all about what you're going to eat. And I actually like that. (laughs) I know a guy that used to save the pop-ups. Yeah. And use Why? them in chicken. What? Are you <laughs> He'd serious? He'd put them in chicken. <laughs> Talk about frugal. Oh, my gosh. Be right back. Kate Daly's show. I don't think I'll be doing that. Be right back. Hello, my name is Kevin Mangold. I'm the director over preferred customer service and health coach scheduling at Balance of Nature. My department is hiring for phone agents and for live chat agents. Working in scheduling and customer service is satisfying and rewarding because we help so many people see success every day. I'm looking for people that want to make a difference in people's lives. If you enjoy helping people achieve success, come join our team. Go to balanceofnature.com careers to apply for customer service phone agent or customer care live chat support today. Hi, my name is Rodney, and I am the Director of New Sales at Balance of Nature. My department is hiring new sales agents and online chat agents. Working in the new sales department is fast-paced and rewarding because of our competitive camaraderie and the fact that we are the first people our customers meet. I am looking for hard-working, dedicated people to come join my team. Go to balanceofnature.com careers to apply for the new sales phone agent or new sales chat agent positions today. Thanks for listening to The Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on The Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU, Canyon Media, or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net. NMLS 1817019. Lendright Mortgage declares freedom from high rates and closing costs with the introduction of our Freedom Loan. What is a Freedom Loan? One, you pay zero closing costs. Two, you get a rate that's the same or lower than the rate other lenders charge you thousands in points and fees to get. The choice is clear. Pay thousands more than you should with another lender or get the same or lower rate and have the Freedom Loan cover 100% of your closing costs. Act now. Freedom Loan APRs are as low as 1.92% for 8 to 15 year terms and 2.67% for 16 to 30 year terms. 
Call 801-APPROVE or visit LendRightMortgage.com. Get a freedom loan and say no to high rates and closing costs. Call 801-APPROVE or visit LendRightMortgage.com. Would you like to be as comfortable in your backyard furniture as you are in your favorite chair? Outdoor Living makes it possible. You can have a space in your own backyard with furniture that is durable, long-lasting, and most importantly, as comfortable as everything else you own. Outdoor Living is where comfort meets the outdoors. Outdoor Living will help you create your custom man space. Now is the time to do so, so you'll be ready for next spring. Check out the Outdoor Living showroom and feel for yourself. You aren't really living until you're outdoor living. Do you feel it? The chill in the air. Winter must be right around the corner. Call Advanced Heating and Air right now to schedule your furnace tune-up for only $79. That's right, only $79. And get your furnace tune-up done right the first time in no time with Advanced Heating and Air. There's a chill in the air, and that means it's time to get your furnace service today for only $79. Call Advanced Air right now, 635-2257, or visit advancedairutah.com. Bavarian Werkstatt presents How to Speak German. When greeting someone, you say, Guten Tag. Or when bidding farewell, Auf Wiedersehen. And when thanking someone, you say, Danke schön. And Bavarian Werkstatt would like to say, Danke schön for voting them the best of Southern Utah in the category of oil and lube. And as the only Bosch authorized service center in Southern Utah, when your exotic car is ready for its next service, you can trust it to the mechanics at Bavarian Werkstatt. And to that we say, Cheers. Or as they say in German, Prost. Bavarian Werkstatt, for passion meets performance. Well said. Imagine Family Dentistry invites you to make an appointment with Dr. Holman and have an experience at the dentist that you've only imagined. Imagine being in charge of your dental experience and imagine not worrying about dental insurance billing. The year is winding down and the average U.S. family loses $2,000 a year in dental benefits. Imagine Family Dentistry would like to remind you to use your dental benefits before the end of the year. Imagine saving money every dental visit, even if you don't have dental insurance. Dr. Holman at Imagine Family Dentistry is the dentist that can take care of your dental needs with a commitment to your comfort. Dr. Holman will tell you what you need. You tell him what you want. No gimmicks, just straightforward communication. Imagine a dentist office where there's no pressure. Imagine the difference. That's what you get with Dr. Brett Holman at Imagine Family Dentistry. To make an appointment, call 435-656-1111. Imagine more at Imagine Family Dentistry. The Kate Daly Show is brought to you by Your Family Still Matters, St. George, Utah's food storage and emergency supply store. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Because it's turkey to eat so good. A turkey for me, turkey for you. Let's eat turkey in a big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. Adam Sandler, Saturday Night Live. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. And uh, I do, I want your best tips, uh, you know, uh, for Thanksgiving. I mean, my gosh, let's let, let's uh, let's learn something, shall we? Uh, make sure you get over to the homepage as well at katedallyradio.com or katedallyshow.com and at the bottom it says uh, Dr. Zelenko's Z-Stack. This this is an awesome supplement and it's a combination of quercetin, vitamin C, zinc, D. I mean, it's in the right amounts, proportions and 
you're ordering it. And I love to see you guys ordering that because I, I know that uh, that'll contribute to good health as well. It's a great supplement in the way that he put it together. He's also the one behind the frontline doctors. So you can get that by um, clicking on that right from my homepage. Um, it actually helps the show when you do that and go right to his Z-Stack and order up. And uh, it's a great, great supplement um, called Z-Stack. Um, so, uh, what, so 86% of us will eat turkey and 68% say they eat food they don't even like on Thanksgiving. Who doesn't like Thanksgiving dinner? It's like one of my favorites. Well, there are things that people don't like. I guess, but I just, my gosh, I don't know what's better than mashed potatoes, gravy, and turkey and all the trimmings. I love it. Yeah, I, I look can't. forward to it every year. I can't handle any Rolls. green bean dishes. Yeah, no green bean dishes no for you. No green huh? bean dishes. Um, hmm. I love rolls, so I always make rolls uh, for Thanksgiving. Absolutely love it. Oh, stop it. He's <laughs> mad because I've never brought any in to the studio. I do. Yeah, you tell me all the time how good they are, but they you are never so bring good. me even a roll. <laughs> hey, I... I'm busy. What can I say? Um, but uh, I'll think about that. I'll think about that. Anyway, I want to hear your best tips. If you have a tip or, or you do something in a way that just beats all else. I mean, I don't know. I know a lot of people now have tried, uh, you know, the deep fried turkey. And it really does. It has a great coating on it. When you eat it, it is truly that good. I've been, I was shocked because I didn't even want to try it. I was like, nope, 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 nope. But you know what? It really is good. I have to say it is, but you have to do a smaller turkey, though. That's the key with that one. Well, and they're dangerous. Well, yeah, but... (laughs) Who cares about that? It's always the husband that's in danger. (laughs) That's so true. That is so true. Uh, But I absolutely... I mean, it is really good. But some people, I mean, they do all kinds of things with turkey. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I I know that uh, I followed the Tom Woods recipe ever since he came on the show. So basically, since I've been doing radio, I've been doing the Tom Woods turkey. And we love it at our house because the oranges and onions make it really moist. Uh, really, really good. And it bakes up really good. You leave it in for two and a half hours. You don't open the oven door. We've done that. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It is. Yeah. But but you know what? I don't recall ever really having a bad turkey unless it was overcooked. That's true. That you know, true. we've I've seen people do the paper bag right, method. Right. The, I mean, there's what all about, kinds of different methods. What about cranberry sauce? Canned or homemade? I like jellied. Really? If you can make homemade jelly, it's fine. But I don't like whole cranberry sauce. Seriously? Seriously. Okay, all right. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Well, happy Thanksgiving, Kate and Uncle Milky. Yeah, Thank you. You too. you too. You too. How are you? Good. Hey. So, just a tip. Um, a while, well, for the last 15 years, uh, we've done this really great rub mm-hmm. that you put underneath the turkey skin. Okay. And parsley and a red onion, olive oil, a little salt, and an apple. Hmm. And you blend all that up until it's just, it looks really, really weird. It's a green mush. Okay. And you just spread it underneath the turkey skin, and you put the turkey in a bag, a roasting bag. Mm-hmm. And Uncle Milky, it makes the white meat so moist. It is Good. so great. Interesting. So tell the ingredients again and slowly. I'm just kidding. No, tell it's, the ingredients again. So it's olive oil uh-huh. and a little, a little pinch of salt. Parsley, an apple, mm-hmm. and you, you blend all that up, and you just rub it under the turkey skin, and make sure, obviously, that it stays put. Right. Um, but yeah, that's 
Interesting. I'll have to try that one. Turns out really, really good. Okay, hmm. I believe you. I totally believe you. Thank you for that. Great tip. Thank yeah. you. Really appreciate yeah. that. Awesome. So Love I it. just found a recipe for gravy. Okay. And I can't figure this out. What? Why would anyone uh-huh. make vegetarian gravy? <laughs> Vegetarian I gravy. I don't know. <laughs> Do they put it on their turkey? <laughs> or their tofurkey? <laughs> I have no idea. I've never heard of that. Me either until today. Is that a thing? It must be a yeah. thing. Vegetarian oh, they gravy. Were, they were trying so hard yesterday to get people to move over to eating soy or yeah. something other than turkey. It's really, really funny, actually. <laughs> Um, and I know, and I, I always get tons of, of emails and stuff, but one was, one guy was mad because, uh, of the pardoning of the Turkey. He didn't like that so much. I thought, okay. Pardoning? I, yeah, I guess I don't really, I mean, all right. I, well, I, I've always thought it was kind of silly, but other than <laughs> that. It's silly. It's very silly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, people get rubbed the wrong way on, on different items yeah. and so whatever. Um, but, uh, but Thanksgiving food is one that I know that. Anyone, I, I know everybody, everybody that I know loves food. I don't know what it is. I just attract people that <laughs> love food as much as I do. And, um, and I love, do you like, are you a sweet potato person? I love sweet potatoes. Yams. I don't like them with the marshmallows on them. No, no sugar. I just stuff. like the sweet potatoes. Hmm. Baked. Baked, but nothing on them. Baked until they start to caramelize. Ah, gotcha. See, people don't know this, but Uncle Milty loves to cook. You yeah. love to cook. You cook I a do. lot I through do. the years. I yeah. do. And uh, and I like that. I think that's really kind of cool. I I'm I don't. I mean, I'm always in the kitchen on Thanksgiving. Always. I'm, I don't remember a time when I haven't been doing something. Yeah. Making I, something. Well, I worked in a bakery in high school, mm-hmm. and. If I had to go back in time, I think I'd really want to be a chef, a yeah. cooking chef, not a management chef, a right. cooking chef. Right, right. Hmm. Not a bad career. No. I uh, I know that with, uh, um, I think people are afraid to branch out of the norm. I actually really do like traditional dinner, though. I don't like fancy schmancy weirdo food. I I like the traditional kind of potatoes, the traditional kind of stuffing. I mm-hmm. mean, I just don't like people to kind of deviate off of that. But you know? you're willing to give up traditional stuffing for oranges. Yes, yes, <laughs> because I actually like stuffing just, you know, stuffing. But uh, I don't care if it's in the bird or not. It makes but a huge difference. How really? can you say that? I don't know. You just, t- make some stovetop type stuffing. Right, right. Yourself. You okay. don't have to buy the box. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Make that and make some in a turkey, and you tell me that there's not a huge difference. Hmm. All right, I'll try it. But do you like the traditional Yes. Like the very traditional. Do you very like it when traditional. people mess with the dinner and come up with some weird concoction? Well, you know, once I made oyster stuffing uh-huh. and the family got a little bit upset about it. <laughs> Just a dad. <laughs> Don't mess with Don't ever stuffing. do that again. Don't do it. What about pies? Fruit pies or cream pies? Oh, no. Pumpkin. Yeah. And... Maybe apple, but mostly pumpkin. No cream pies? No. Why? Why? What's wrong with you, man? What's cr- That's not traditional. It has to be cream pies. Sweet potato pie. Really? Yeah. Okay, it has pumpkin? to be coconut cream, chocolate. I mean, I no, love no, them No, 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 no. Not for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And a pie per person. When Thanksgiving started, they didn't know what pudding was. <laughs> 
I absolutely dig pie. I love pie. I could eat pie for days and days. But I do like, uh, there's a recipe online, and it's called Grandma Opal's uh, Apple Pie. And it has kind of a um, kind of a caramel that you a caramely sauce that you make on the stove, and then you put it over the slotted crust, uh-huh. and it goes right down into the apples, but it bakes into the crust too. It's called Grandma Opal's Apple Pie. It is to die for. Oh, it's I'm one sure. of my husband's Sounds most good. favorite recipes. Apple yeah. and caramel go together. They do, I and mean, it's so yummy. I yeah. usually try to make that for my husband because he loves it so much. But pumpkin pie, you're a pumpkin pie lover. Yeah, yeah. and I make a really good pumpkin pie. Really? Why? What do you do that's so different? I can't tell you. <laughs> Are you one of those secret people? Yeah. I've got a secret and no one's going well, to know. Well, why should grave. you give up that? I like to know that people out there have all the tips they could have. Do you? Yep. I don't have any. You're a generous I soul. I really am. And I want to make sure people, like, I, I would teach people how to make rolls. Okay, I use molasses. Really? Molasses? Yeah. Very few people use molasses when they in, make pumpkin pie, but I use molasses. Pie. Interesting. Okay. You should see his face. He's like the Cheshire cat right now. Okay. Uh, caller, you're, you're live. Go right ahead. Hello, Cousin Kate. Hi there. How are you? Cousin Carl. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> you want to chime in? Good. So I want to, uh, I guess, ditto or second the mm-hmm. orange thing in the uh Oh, yeah. It, right? It, it just makes it so much better. So we had our Thanksgiving on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I did it that way. And, you know, I actually gr- I grill my turkey, but not like a normal grilling. I just, you know, bake, mm. and I bake it in there or whatever you want to call it, you know, just okay. like a normal oven type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the drippings, okay, mm-hmm. I told my wife I was going to bottle it, and I was going to call it something, but I don't know if I can say it on air. Yeah, I don't. Urine. <laughs> I'll say it that way. Hmm. I okay. could bottle it and call it that and okay. like sell it for probably, you know, 10 bucks a bottle. <laughs> so good. Thanks. Thanks for enlightening uh, us. I really appreciate happy it. Happy Thanksgiving to you both too. of you. You too. You too. Thank you. Oh, there, there's it. only one problem with that What's bottling that? thing. Mm-hmm. You waste a lot of turkey. I know, right? <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, I'm actually getting hungry. Um, I am excited for this. And my favorite thing is afterwards rolls with turkey on them. I could eat those for a week. I absolutely love that. So I like it. Do you guys do a ham, too? Not, a lot of people no, do an additional not ham. Not on Thanksgiving. No? No. Just the We turkey. do ham, but yeah. not at Thanksgiving. But Ham for Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people do ham for Christmas. But uh, no turkey at Thanksgiving. Turkey. Mm. Yeah, and I, I mean, I like it a lot of different ways. It's all good, and uh, um, I just i just like seeing family. I like, uh, I don't know, I like the whole day. You know, it was funny when um, when Tim Barton was giving the Thanksgiving story in the last hour. He was talking about sports and, uh, you know, and then being with your loved ones, and it's still that, it's still the same. We still have sports, <laughs> and it's also, it's also being with your loved ones. So I thought that was kind of funny. They did a lot of sporting games at the first Thanksgiving. Um, do you guys do, a, like, a turkey bowl, football? Anything like that? No. Not you. I know no. you're not going to go out and play not. football, but no. no. When a lot I was of families younger, do that. I, I think did. it's great. Yeah. Well, I think it's a great tradition. I think as many traditions as you can get. And do you already have your Christmas stuff up? No. My favorite thing about thanksgiving though mm-hmm. is the sandwiches for the next couple of days that's what i said my yeah rolls i know i turkey. like well i don't know about your rolls but 
<laughs> I like a really good quality bread with mayonnaise and cranberry and stuffing and turkey. Quality bread that's not your rolls. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate that. Do you like, which kind of stuffing do you like? The white bread stuffing or uh-huh. the cornbread stuffing? Both. I like them both. Yeah, I really I mix, do. I mix them. I you use both them? in my stuffing. <laughs> well, you're not a racist. You are a wonderful human being yes, that has brought two things together. I use together. both. <laughs> Oh, I swear. I really do hope and pray that your Thanksgiving out there is good and that you don't have the family fight night and that it is uh, that that you can join people from all think tanks of America in your in your living room and have a nice uh, a nice holiday. We really do need to have a nice holiday. Yep. I mean, I wish that it could be a time when people actually wanted to learn. You know, one of the things that bothers me the most is I feel like. You know, the, those that are, are trying to, to tell people the truth and, and the people that say, I, I don't care about what you think. And it, wouldn't you be asking questions when you say, well, why is that? What was the first Thanksgiving about? Why don't you know? I never see questions being asked. I only see people that decide what they think and then that's it with no other input. And then that's it. They won't listen to anything else. But don't you just crave a world in which people were just asking questions and wanting to know good information sure. so they could decide whether or not they they uh, believe that or not or go do their research? But, but it's so much easier just to follow somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It really is easier. Yeah. I mean, head in the sand and, and you're almost like in a blissful happiness because you don't know what's going on. Right. Right. You don't have a um, so clue. So there's always those people, and they might come over in a mask, and um, I guess we'll just put up with it. I, I don't know. It's like people who won't try something new. Right, right. You know, how yeah. are you ever going to know if you like it or so not if true. you're not willing to try it once? Oh, I so agree. I totally agree with that. All right, you guys. Um, I hope your Thanksgiving is wonderful and the reruns that are playing are going to be amazing so check them out and uh some i haven't played on rerun before and uh you'll love them because they're all really good shows you just have to listen to these shows um anyways everybody be faithful be fearless happy thanksgiving to you and uh be back monday of Southern Utah winner Prolong Medical says